my God. What a time to be alive. We have, we have a throwback on our hands, fellas. A throwback. It was about 20 minutes ago, I tweeted about going live. And my friend Jackson Crosby said, bing bong. You want to you go on color commentary for the night? I said, hell yeah, Jackson, let's do it. And then I thought, what is Lord Bullets up to over in Columbus, home of the greatest women's wrestler of all time? I sent a message, which I'll not specify. Got a read on your situation. And I said, let's fucking, let's, let's make some music, boys. Let's, get, let's, let's, just go, let's go jam on twitch.tv slash late night grin. And here we are. We pulled it off. An impromptu grin here. Um, Matty, how are you, mate? I'm doing good, Joe. How are you doing? I'm really good. I like that like, sort of tender tone to your voice. You seem really, yeah. you seem overjoyed, quite frankly. I'm very happy right now. Been you promoted to so Lord, happy. apparently. <laughs> yeah. I like putting Lord in front of people's regular names. I think it's a yeah. good bit. Yeah. Oracle gets that treatment most, but, you know, you shouldn't be oh, only for course. spreadsheet merchants. Lord that is true. Those people are. Yeah. Never mind. Good call. You've been happy. I forgot Jack was here. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Jack having a spreadsheet, star rating spreadsheet. <laughs> Jack yeah. texting us at like, you know, at one thirty on a Wednesday. Just caught up on NXT, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, how are you, mate? How are you this evening? I'm doing well. How are you, fellas, doing? We're doing wonderful. Clearly, look how happy we are. We're all so happy. It's tonight, been a while. It's been too long, quite frankly. But tonight, um the Creed Brothers won. For real? Yeah. That's oh, it. Shit. Strap up Julius. Strap him up. Well, that's kind of Look crazy. <laughs> Look at him points off screen. <laughs> um tonight there was WCW merchandise discussions happening. Matt, wasn't there? There was a Chalk line jacket being produced, which we're very excited about here at Late Night Grim. There's a couple and of them. There is, and then, really? we, then we start exploring the hats. I just spent like seventy pound on three different WCW hats, which is definitely a good sign that I'm living a healthy life and enjoying myself, and definitely yeah. aren't you know seeking joy in American dollars. Hundred and forty like, bucks. <laughs> no, it's like would it be like eighty five ninety? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, free hats. It's free hats, you know. Um, nonetheless, WCW, what do you think of it, Matt? I quite liked it. Um, yeah, it's very popular with people who never watched it. Um, it's also popular with, with old fucks like us. <laughs> um, you know, I, I suspect that a lot of people on the, the interwebs who rave about WCW wouldn't like it if they actually watched it. Um, mm. But those people are wrong. Agreed. We watched Havoc 95 last night. Bob, myself, and Manny. That. You know Manny, the, yeah, the basketball very, player? I'm very mad that he apparently didn't know about that Rick Blair turn. Really? He's, How's historical that possible? graphs knowledge is like... Yeah. You know, there's, well, there's, his think, current <laughs> graphs knowledge is getting pretty <laughs> <laughs> But like, he's Being aware honest. of who people are, you know? Like, he's aware of who folks are. Like, yeah. Johnny B. Bad came out and he was baffled. I have no idea who the man was. Wow. And then he and then he called him Johnny Do Bad, which is right. you know that seems kind of the expert from Manny. <laughs> Maybe 
<laughs> didn't really take it that way, but now I think about it, I guess it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jake, have you got any big WCW takes you like get off your off your chest while you're here? It was actually good. I probably watched more WCW when I was younger than WWF. If not, it was like really close, 50-50. And that was pretty un- uncommon up where you were at, right? Like that's that's WWF territory, right? Yeah. Yeah. But but I mean but well that was that was the advantage though that for for a good while, more so in the eighties, but that was the advantage that they had was that they were on TBS and TBS was one of the first national stations to mm-hmm. air across the U S. So like they had for a for a while, they had a bigger reach than the WWF. Cause like you can, you can get it up here yeah. and like, you know, down South, they, uh, they didn't get a lot of the WWF on TV. And then Vince tried to do black Saturday and we, we all know how that turned out. Just incredible stuff. But <laughs> that would be, I st- I really believe you know, we have our fun with the Eric Bischoff biopic and all that stuff. But I honestly think you could make a great TV series about Vince trying to kill the territories and killing the territories. Trying you probably was. Yeah. Like, because all of the characters involved are insane. They don't feel like real people, but they are. You know, like you got Oli, Barnett, and all, like all these characters coexisting. It, it, it was just funny, the, 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 the whole dynamic of it, because like Vince would go to some of these promoters and they'd be like, no, fuck you. You have to pry for my cold dead hands. And he'd go to someone like Stu Hart. And Stu Hart's like, yeah, sure, you can have it. And here's my kids. And, here, and here's my kids' friends. And here's my son-in-law. Here's Here, you can have it all. <laughs> I always love the story. Go on, man. You're going to end up with Young Vince on NBC, produced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Are you aware that Chavo Guerrero produced all the wrestling scenes on Young Rock, Matt? Yeah, I heard I that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been uh, inundated with Chavo Guerrero shoot stories for the last week. It's been a very interesting development in my life. I did Grin Grappler Eddie Guerrero. And, like, you know how phones are actually, well, <laughs> That doesn't sound like a conspiracy theorist there. Like, I was, <laughs> you know, our phones are listening to everything we say. But you know how, like, your searches will tailor your yeah. content mm-hmm. and such? For whatever reason, Instagram didn't start suggesting Eddie content to me. It was like Chavo, like, shoots on, you know? Yeah. The next thing I know, I'd sat there for about 10 minutes just listening to this fucking guy talk about it. I don't even know if I've seen this fella wrestle, you know? So I text the Oracle anything. of Wrestling. Well, well, hold on. I text the, the Oracle of Wrestling and I said, Hey, Oracle, was Chavo Guerrero good? How do you think he answered that? Do you think it was like just a Oracle? yes or no? Or do you think he, yeah? No, he had you watch an Evan Bourne match. <laughs> he sent me two paragraphs. Yes. <laughs> that was the first bit. I was like, okay, good. He goes, from 02 to 08 in particular, he was very consistent on WWE TV. Uninterested in WCW and downright bad in the 2010s. Like, give me like a whole... <laughs> And then he then he listed the Evan Ball match, which I will say was fucking awesome. Legitimately. How good is Matt Seidel, bro? God almighty. Very good. Very good professional wrestler. Did Oracle give you any comps? He didn't know. He didn't. That should be his I just realized as I said that 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 could mean two different things, especially (laughs) but that should be Oracle's new things like similarity scores. Yeah. And he just gives you like Five most similar wrestlers for everybody. <laughs> Career arc, talent. That's, we can work with that. The problem with yeah. that bit is if we pitched that to Oracle, he'd be so mad about having to do that bit on a show, you know? Oh, yeah. He, well, he, first of all, he'd the, spend uh, hours compiling it. Do you remember when we did the trade show and 
I was like crafting this plot. Like this is a good, this is a good way to steal an episode because we used to do weekly episodes of late night grim, which was deeply perverse when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. And so when like when as I was trying to steer the ship through turbulent times, I would think like, how can I steal a show with a concept? You know. So we came up with this concept of trades, and it was Matt and Manny, opposite Lord Oracle and Robert, Robert O'Neill for those of you watching at home, and he. Uh, they're doing these trades, and I'm looking at poor Oracle. And Oracle looks like he'd rather be anywhere else in the world. He's just <laughs> just enraged at the at the game I've got him playing on <laughs> on a wrestling podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was a good time. Um, it's a good question. What are you gonna ask, fellas? Reese says, "Gentlemen, I've now subscribed to the Fed Network. Any recommendations on grabs to watch? Currently looking at 2013 NXT. As I've never seen it. My God, we any... sold out. Do we? <laughs> you sold out." <laughs> do we have do we have any like weird pervert recommendations, Reese? World class. Yeah, I, I was gonna I was gonna say Starcade 83, 84, 85, 86. There's honestly the network is like Oh, it's great. There is so good for just things like that. You can almost take for granted you can access them, you know? Like yeah. I sometimes do it with um the old uh, Crockett TV, you know, you know, you just you go back and look at it. And it's like fuck, this is all here. His uh, his search function is very bad now, though. Our network AWA. has been updated over here. It's very bad. AWA shows pre, yeah, eighty six. I don't think they don't have much AWA on. They don't have much. They no, have the second. They don't have the classic Bok Hennig match even, do they? Like, I don't want to see any of that. I think they've got I don't the hour see... one, yeah. I don't I want to see any one. of those, those showboats. Oh, my God, the big man is here. Fuck it. Yes. Does Oracle want a link? I'm freezing. <laughs> Oracle, do you want a link? So you can come on to that Chavo Guerrero, please. Um, Tim Thatcher fed rum was a good bit. Do you remember the quarter mm. hours? Yes, I used to <laughs> kick the shit out of Alex with those. Is he? I think he's he, in the lowest rated match in the history of Fed Television. That would track, yeah. So, here's a question that you've probably not been asked before: of wrestlers that have signed for the WWF, is he the least suited to have worked there? <laughs> of anyone, any professional wrestler they have ever Thatcher. Yeah. Oh my God, Oracle's coming on. Um, We're gonna do the grin. <laughs> Thatcher might be. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there's others. I have to really sit and think. But I mean, Goldberg. Thatcher. <laughs> it's gonna be Thatcher, right? Yeah, probably. He's a good wrestler. Man. I lo- remember how much you love that match you had with Brian, Matt. Yes, that was very good. He did. He, I had he, to remember he, it there for a second. I think <laughs> low key is a good one. That's a good one. Low key is a great answer. Yeah, Joe Gacy, I, like kind of, but he's just so like. Eh. It's a good call though. Nakajima, that will be up there for sure. Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> he's actually worse because he was perfectly suited to be there, and they just fucked yeah. it up. Fucking <laughs> Kenta. I remember when Shin signed, like everyone talking about just this. There's no way this could be, this could go wrong. And he had that debut, and it was like, see, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's still when, how do I put this? Wrong for his standards is still not like an absolute abomination, right? Like he still had some success and think, but it just never, on the main roster, it never felt right. Even when they were pushing him, it didn't feel right. It just didn't work. Yeah. He fucked it up. He was doing live promos in the ring and shit. Like it was, he had that feud with Dolph. True. Kenta like, wrestled a uh, buddy Murphy a couple times, so I would say his run was successful. <laughs> do you think he agrees? No, I do not. <laughs> I think he'd probably punch me in the face. <laughs> I would. I would love like that. That's that. I would love to get Kenta in a room, but no, no one around, and just ask him, buddy, what did you really think of your run there? Just let it all out. Come on, I mean, this is a safe already... space. Yeah, I think you could get that done, honestly. Especially with your connections, Jackie. Read his book, Jack. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> his NXT debut was awesome. In the suit. He yeah. sat in the chair and did this. Yeah, thing. that was cool. It's cool. What the hell was that thing? The Ascension, right? Yeah. It's like, come on. Oh. The Ascension. He yeah, he beat both yeah. of them up. Yeah. Good they were a good team. Oh, yeah. Vic, which was the one that everyone said was good? Victor. Rick Victor. Yeah, Rick. He was the Canadian one, right? Yeah, the smaller one. Yeah. Con- didn't Connor sign with Impact? Yeah, Big Con. Yeah, he- I'm pretty sure he's still there, right? Yeah, the match with Josh Alexander, though, I'm told, was good. But really? I get told that a lot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> my investigations have not been quite as promising, but I like Josh. Josh is a good wrestler. But he. Yeah. He impact fans like will him into like just being Kurt Angle. It's like, well, I mean, oh, that Kenta Bobby Roode match was beautiful, genuinely an all time fed miracle match. Yeah, I don't know how that match was as good as it was because it was better than any other Bobby's other NXT title matches. I'll tell you who else is better than those matches. Oh my god, here he is, the Oracle of Wrestling. <laughs> this show was not supposed to happen half an hour ago, and now it has four. Of the great oh. grinners in history. Oracle, how are you, mate? Okay. Good. Um, I was uh, watching a shitty Monday Night Football game, and, uh, you know, because, you know, I like to wait for the Monday Night Raw to uh, run its course so I can use uh, the button that has the words FF on it. <laughs> um, and uh, I saw some sort of impromptu thing, and, you know, I'm. <sighs> Concerned about confirmed shoot and his uh, and his temperature. <laughs> Fair. We were talking about you, Lord Oracle, because we were we were discussing Chavo Guerrero. Mm, yeah, good worker. <laughs> yep, good. And and you were explaining that O two to O eight is the rank. Is the, that's what we're talking yeah, about here, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, he's got some boring. He got plenty of boring matches during that period, like you know, you know, for mm. all the travel haters. But I mean. He's also got a lot of a lot of good stuff, man. Like he's he's not the most interesting guy in terms of personality or anything. He never has been, but uh, he had some damn good matches during that run. So that was fascinating. Was that aimed at a particular Chavo hater, or are you just talking broadly to the masses, Oracle? <sighs> that wasn't aimed at a particular one, though. I I know Bob. there were a lot of message board uh, posters over the years who were very harsh on on. Uh, on uh Chavo. He's one of those interesting cases where like he obviously got a bunch of opportunities because of his family, but at the same time, 
he's very hard to grade because he was always like right alongside Eddie. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, man, what do you want from the yeah, guy? You I know? Mean, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he gets... <sighs> I think that hurts him because, I mean, yeah. you know... <clears throat> He's the one people forgets in the SmackDown Six. Like, I think there's some, like it's funny. Like some people like who are obviously fans, but like might be younger who are, like aren't like always familiar. I've seen like mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen somebody before be like all these guys and like you know Brock Lesnar, and I'm like no, Chavo was the six guy. <laughs> so uh, who was the six? I, I always mess this up. Who was the six? Chavo. Kurt. Chavo. Yeah, Kurt. Eddie. Kurt. Benny. Ed. Benny. Eddie. Um, Ray and and uh, Chavo. Okay, Edge yeah. was the guy. I was I couldn't think of Edge. Yeah, Edge. <laughs> I was. You I know why they were called I, the I SmackDown see. Six, Joe? No, because there were six of them. And SmackDown <laughs> was sending around them. <laughs> that makes sense. That I think about. Yeah, and then, and then I haven't Brock seen any of this. Yeah, they often Ooh. wrestled each other. The six of them? Yeah, on SmackDown constantly yes. for like four months. Yeah, different combinations. <laughs> was this Paul Lee? Yes. Oh, yes. That was that yeah. was his run. This is a great and this is why I love the late night green. Look at this theory we have here. Chavo's music makes people not believe that he's a hooper. It's very uncomfortable. What do you think of that as a that's that's the kind of approach to racing analysis I think we don't get enough of, you know? Oracle, what's his music? Ooh, Chavo. <laughs> that's what he means. That does that does wanted, make yeah. you uncomfortable, you know? It <laughs> does, yeah. But it's so bad. <laughs> At the same time, it does tell you whose music it is. It like you can't turn to your friend and be like, "Who's this?" Right? Like it's right. very. It's you say, "Oh, Chavo." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So how did so Oracle? What was the read on? Um, you noted, and I appreciate it. You noted in the 2010s, he act, he was actively bad. Yeah. What did he do in the 2010s? Is that the TNA stuff? Yeah. And he also he also had that terrible thing with uh, with uh, Sin Cara uh, Mystico when he came oh. in, and he was just like an awful pairing with him, just awful. Yeah. Mystico just couldn't he he just didn't work out to the end of WWE. He just couldn't it, it didn't no. come together. Did he have any good matches? No, I, I don't recall a single one. I <laughs> think they were God. all bad. Like I the the match with Dragon at the show I was at, I remember being good, but I was also there, so. Yeah, the match is okay. it's dragon. The match is not like you know, the match is okay, but it's probably better. It's one of those you know that might be better live. But yeah, this is a good run. His match on with Rocky was the best match I've ever seen. I mean, I didn't watch much of him, but that was by far the best match I've ever seen. Rocky Romero is very good. I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was a good run for Chavo. AEW. Yeah. 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 Got real mad at Tony. That was the that was one of the first one of the original. Tony might just stop answering your calls, bro. Yeah, <laughs> because that was the one where that was that young rock. He had to, what was the show? I can't remember. He had to do a show and he took like he sold Tony and Tony was like, "Oh yeah, I mean, when you get done, you know, we'll we'll bring you back, brother." And then he got done and Tony just didn't answer his call. The reason, like, we all laugh at that because that is saying that, like, we'd actively pop ourselves within a group chat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I am so glad that didn't work out. And then they did the the rib with Bandito, where they they paired him with Bandito and they had him like just get dunked on by the by the guy, and this, that was yeah. the that was the end of the run. Used to be better. Um, nonetheless, I was saying I was this is this is a good uh, 
This is a classic oracle right here. Eric Redbeard got like thrown onto a pre-show. It was like a match with the House of Black. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, "Why is it Eric Redbeard?" And we hopped. This is when Rat when the Greenies went off to Rampage, and we we went on the green, and Oracle just like declared that he was good. Yeah, and we sort of like co-signed it, and then somehow, some he was good. It happened. I saw it in my eyes. He was awesome yeah. in that match. Do you remember when he would do that? Do you remember in the Wyatt's tags when he would? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that fucking rolled, man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was a hell of a team, bro. That was Adrian a hated them when they were the Bloodline. Yeah, I kind of hurt my temple. I kind of hurt my well, temple there a little bit doing that. Hold on, let's let's be clear here. The Bludgeon Brothers was nowhere near as fun. Yeah, because they remember they made them wrestle like they were like old fucks. Remember they mm-hmm. used to just they toned them down so much. They were so fun in the White Family, bro. They were, they were awesome together. Then Paulie booked them to have an animatron a, a um. Animatronic spider or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Paul Lee, brother, he was trying. He's trying some different things at the wall. He was trying. Do you remember when he did the uh, that like hilarious Cedric Alexander push that Paul Lee did that got really nasty when it didn't work out? He just blamed Cedric and beat the shit out of him every week. Yeah, that was cl- like he gave him like a good. He gave him like a couple months. Well, because I remember he was like pushed hard in the King of the Ring tournament, and he had a bunch of good. Except yeah. he had some really good matches with like Drew and like uh, Corbin maybe or something. But he's back, by the way. Cedric's back. Have you heard this? Cedric is back. Uh, last week I know he is. He went and had a match with Dragon Lee that I fast forwarded through. Yeah. <laughs> they gave him an entrance in a video package. It was good. I promise yeah. it was good. Oracle. It was like a WWE video package for Cedric Alexander. I've been there for how many years now? They were like, let us let us remind you of who this gentleman is, you know. Please, please sign Cedric was what fucking 2016. I swear to you, they they referenced that. They were like, remember did, the Cruiserweight uh, Classic promo on SmackDown. I did watch his promo. Yeah, Jesus he's a good one. Christ, fucking video package for Cedric Alexander. Oracle opinions on Dragon Lee. I don't know. I don't. I, I guys, I don't really watch his matches, so you know. Uh. Oracle just freeze out. and was like, guys. What do you want from me? <laughs> this is easy. Best top from Ryan Tags is the two size matches. Right? The two yeah, size matches. The two hour free falls matches. Like, just stick with the heat segment. It takes its time and it builds gradually, but it is like genuine master. I still think it's the Usos' best match. Still. Yeah. All they're done. I think that match is incredible. Um, DIY wrestling right now, fellas. Thoughts? I used to like Johnny Gargano a lot. Yeah. But you could get you back if he was on the Honor Club. Probably, yeah. I mean, for being honest, <laughs> no, no point in lying. I mean, <laughs> I just peeked. I just peeked back at WWF Ron, and it appears those rumors about turning Mike the Miz, Mizan, and Babyface are true. And they're feeding him Good. to Walter. Third Walter, time time, get out I of guess. That's not his name. From what from what I saw, I guess he did a segment of Miz TV <laughs> with Imperium, and then. Oh. And then when I turned back, fucking, I'm sorry, Gunther was standing over him. Thank you. Listen, I like, I'm a big fan of the Miz, <laughs> but he's one of the he's he's one of these guys who are like he should never be babyface. They've this no, if, if, like if this is, true, like, this no, is the third time they've done this. I have a Hold theory. On. I have a theory. Uh, that's fine. I have a theory why they're doing it. <clears throat> and I know that I know it's they're on different shows. 
but I think it has something to do with the Grayson Waller f- fella. He Whom I like, Jordan. I big Grayson Waller guy right here. Like that kid. Love that. Kid. He's good. He's fun. I love. Wait, he, he's he finally saw the Taylor Swift video. Sold, he's like actually decent in the ring, but like I can't stand his segments. I actually I think he's a decent prompt, but his segments are terrible. Like he needs what, some what, gear though. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah, he does. He he's, got the he, he's got the rest on a basketball short. No, what it's finally true, man. What finally put me over the edge was that Taylor Swift video last week. Over the when edge. he did that, I said, All right, I'm sold. That was Here's good. That was the Miz. good. Kid's good. No one's going to watch this show, so I'm going to say it here. The Miz, the second babyface run, had an interesting idea behind it. It did. Unfortunately, he met Shane McMahon, and Shane violently yeah. murdered that run. Correct. Yes, and then, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And then, and then the Fiend, the Fiend program was, yeah, that was did not help out. Um, but like the idea of Miz trying to like redeem himself was actually interesting. I thought. Yes, yes. That doesn't happen. Some of the like, promos he cut after Shane yeah. Taylor were really good. Yeah, yeah like because the, the core idea was like he was trying to make he, his dad was never a Miz fan because Miz is a fucking mm. loser, and he was like, I want to make my dad press. Like that's graps, bro. That sounds good, and then he lost to him. <laughs> yeah, but he <laughs> lost that man. That, that was fucking it, man. The first babyface run was awful. That was bad. Yeah. Was that twenty fifteen? And remember, he like he like Ric Flair like. Gave him his blessing and let him use the figure for That is one of the best bits Vince ever did. Ric Flair being a Dolph Ziggler fan and Vince being like, well, what about the Miz? (laughs) It's one of the... There's a match where Dolph is wrestling Miz and Rick's at ringside and and Miz fucks up the figure four and Dolph has to like put it on himself and Rick's just like standing at ringside. like, what? I mean, you got to respect performance art on that level. You know I mean? That's just... He's <laughs> tapping out to a figure four that he put on himself. Like, what a fucking game this oh, is, you know? That's awesome. <laughs> Miz won the world title 13 years ago. Crazy. Yeah. He also won it a couple of years ago, which was even funnier. Yeah. That rolled. That was, that was a two-week was... run before he dropped it to Lasher. That, that was that like week, a fascinating time. I actually bro. thought he was legitimately awesome for that couple of weeks. He did a lot. I thought he did a good job. Best, yeah. It was the best he's been. Yeah, take this fucking dog out. I'll be back. It was it was the best he's been in five years. Was, was the that, only was issue that. was that was the perfect way to launch Bobby as a baby, but they they had mm. no interest in him being a baby. Yeah, you know the hurt business should have just been baby faces, but they turned. Yeah. They did that thing where he got rid of the hurt business and was just a heel with MVP, and it's like why can't they just be baby faces, man? Like they're fucking awesome. They're cool. So stupid. Yeah. There's a lot of shit WWE have messed up where people like overstate its ceiling. You know, like you know when people do like Nexus. It's like, well, fuck, what do you want to do with what do you want to do with David Otunga, bro? You know? Hurt business was like actually awesome. That was like yeah. an actual great thing they fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they rolled. Yeah, it was cool. And it gives Shelton something to do too, which made Bobby happy. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking of Shelton. Did you guys know that in 2008, he was supposed to become the ECW World Heavyweight Champion, but Chavo Guerrero's matches with CM Punk were so good that he got given the belt instead? Have you, have you, have you seen those Punk-Chavo matches yet? I have. I'm going to watch them. They're good. They're good. Um, <laughs> it appears... I mean, I, I think you'd agree with me at this point. I mean, obviously, like, you know, you would want to cherry pick, but, like, that's your type of graps, brother. WWE, ECW, oh, yeah. from like yeah, seven to you know who was there. good there. Hardcore Holly. 
Oh, he's yeah. fucking awesome. He's one of the best wrestlers of all time, I think, personally. Yeah. He's in the top. Yeah. You gotta be I mean, he's in there, isn't he? He's in the conversation. He's tough. Flair, Flair, Funk, Holly, right? The big three. Oracle, remember when Flair showed up on that show and wrestled for the ECW title? It was fucking beast. Yeah, it fucking rolled. We did oh, that God, for the grappler. Attack bump. <laughs> we did that for the grappler, and then after the match ends, he tells Paul to throw him back into the tax and he like rolls in him. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that show rules. did rule once um once they found their footing and it was just a fucking developmental show basically yeah the Real biggest issue with that show, show yeah. was being called ecw right that was the oh, biggest yeah. issue that show it, you know what interesting AEW recently had a feud that reminded me of that vibe it's still going i hope santana and ortiz yeah because that i don't know if you've seen any of it oracle you would like it a lot genuinely Santana and Ortiz's feud is a, is a Rampage exclusive. Like, there's a couple things that have bled over to other shows. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's lived on Rampage. And it kind of makes you go, like, we did this on a Grim once. We had some fun with, like, what would be the Rampage roster if there was a brand split. There's a part of me that, like, intrigues me. You know, the idea yeah. of the one-hour show just having its own crew. Listen. Another great example is, like, have you seen the Seamus Goldust feud that got, that, like, Put Sheamus over with like the hardcores. I've seen like one of the match. I haven't seen the that series. Series is fucking yeah. awesome. They beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, it's, I it's believe like, it. Well, I mean, like, well, Sheamus does have like a short little program with Shelton right after that, but like, it's the one right before he goes and squashes Jamie Noble and then basically wins the title. Because they did the retirement thing with Jamie, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, uh, it's uh because NXT is. NXT is not what we're describing anymore, you know? Like, no, it's man. it's two hours now, and it's there's a lot going on. NXT is very glossy, and there's a lot going on, and there's those shows are much steadier, you know? They're kind I of love like, Rampage. Like, I'm not trying, yeah. I'm not going to try to pitch to anyone that it's some incredible fucking TV show every week, but it's just a fun little hour of wrestling, especially now that it kind of, uh, a lot of the stuff ties into the other two programs, but then they also do some stuff that's isolated there, which is like the Santana and Ortiz mm-hmm. thing. But they, they are big fans of setting up a collision match on Rampage now. They do that a lot. Um, it's just, I mean, look, like I said, it's a sicko show. You know, if you want exciting stuff and flashy things, I mean, if you ain't getting in on that show. But if you just want to watch an hour of graps with some promos mixed in, it's a good little show. I, whenever I watch it, I enjoy I still think collision is like – I still think collision is the show. Yeah, it's my favorite one of the other three, yeah. It's the one that still was most, like, a wrestling show. What's up, Jackie? It seems like Collision's still good. I I can't watch it, but it seems like every week it's... It's on the worst night of the week, man. I mean... Yeah, it's brutal. It fucking sucks, dude. I like that the main event generally gets time on Collision. And it's like... I don't know. This I I also, by the way... It's always a hard 9.30 start for the main event on Collision. The new commentary team... Oh, he's fucking, fucking awesome. Yeah. Who is it now? Kevin Kelly. I know Kevin Kelly's a dipshit, but you have Shivani on play by play. Yep. Who's who's back? Shivani's got his he's got his fastball back. It's actually amazing yep. how good he's been. Because him and Nigel have like an old school dynamic, because right? Nigel's trying to do like the fucking British Bobby Heenan thing. For better or worse, he's trying, and they're doing it together. But because Tony's Tony at this point, he doesn't have like you know, he doesn't have like a collection of facts or like maneuver. Now. Kevin yeah. Kelly can slide that stuff. He's actually good as the third man. Yeah. Because huh. he's bad at the emotional part. Yeah. And then you put JR in for the main event, and God bless, we're fucking rolling. Yeah, it works. Really? J- JR only doing one match is 
very good. I thought it should be, yeah. yeah, yeah. And when it's a match that that suits him, which admittedly doesn't happen often, but when it does, like when he gets Christian and Brian Danielson, it's like fuck. Jim can still he can work himself up a little bit, you know. The complaints oh, yeah, about him are often. Oh man, these guys are actually good. I yeah, was reading. Like I'm not even like I, people were. I was reading my timeline a little bit Saturday night during the game, and people were acting like he hated that. Like, like you could tell he hated that main event calling it, and I didn't get that at all. I really liked it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, they he's always did. like Kenny. Kenny's a big star to him. He likes yeah. stars. That's the yeah, truth. Yeah, J- like, yeah, Jr. was always a big Kenny guy. Yeah, he likes stars. I think I will say this. The one that I don't think is overstated is I do think the Bucks drive him slightly inside. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, he Who likes the him? idea of the Bucks. When he first started with AEW, he would always like, you know, they're like the Rockers. They're like Rock and Rock Express. He would always do it. But when you would watch the wrestle, you could tell he would get frustrated with, like, the Rick Knox. Who's the legal you know, man? That, yeah. Like, <laughs> the Eddie and Monks match, which he you could tell he likes the match, but, like, he's getting so mad at them just doing double-team moves in front of the referee, you know? Mm-hmm. Classic moment at Wembley when FTR beat the Bucks and he goes, you know, Nigel was like, well, if this was to decide the better tag team, I guess it's settled, JR, right? And Jim goes, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Victory lapping in the booth. (laughs) Fucking assholes. Just like me for real. (laughs) He actually says it to Jim. It's great. Still, when when, when Eddie Kingston, so I think it's when he broke his jaw or whatever, and he came back, and JR, this is back when JR was still calling all the shows, and JR was like, Oh, where you been, Eddie? Which was mm-hmm. code for Jesus Christ, these guys suck. There's an actual good wrestler. He, he loves Eddie. Eddie yep. Yeah. Everyone Sam loves Joe. Sam Joe is high on the JR big boy. Mm-hmm. He gets very excited. He starts talking about the 70s. Which Wardlow. Is my favorite bit. What, bro, he said God Almighty when he saw yeah. Wardlow on Saturday. That was a little crazy. That was pretty good. That made me uncomfortable. That was funny. He said God Almighty. He was looking pretty good without the shirt and the backwards he cap. Looks, look, he looks great. It's one from a jaw grill ward. That's a handsome fella, but God I, I know, I know what I, I know what I text you guys, but I showed my wife that video, and I shit you not. She goes, that sounds like you when you see Warlow on TV. <laughs> I said, I know. <laughs> this is what he said. He said, look at that monster. <laughs> No, no, because I, I, I swear to God, like more, especially during that peak peak run where we thought they really had it with him, he would come out yeah. on dynamite, and I'd be sitting there, I'd be going, "Look at him! Just fucking look at him!" You were, all, are you still all in or like, are you teetering, Jack? I mean, him, yeah, like AEW's yeah. use of him, not really. Like Wardlaw, I said, yeah, I said the guy's got everything you fucking want, man. Just fucking let him go there, and kill people. Okay. It's not that hard. Let me let me just bring this up once because I just realized this. Okay. I want an Ohio State Florida State national championship game. My God, oh, Jesus! I want you two to go at it. It's not going to happen because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Florida oh. State's going to lose to Louisville in the ACC title game. Mm. Louisville's good. They blew out Notre Dame. That's what's going to happen. At least you're. Uh, at least you're not uh, these guys, buddy. You're going through Fox. it this year, Shane Beamer. Oh. I don't know. About, I don't know about old Shano. I was on yeah, the train. I think he, I got he'll out. Be gone. He'll be gone next November. They only That's beat Tennessee because they cheated. 
And just written a kill. Uh, uh, just written uh, to kill someone on the air. What just happened? Evidently. Although my favorite theory now, shoot, is is I saw some some nut job say that it was actually Ohio State who put the blame on Michigan, and they were the ones who. Yeah. Have the you seen that? Too? They've lost their minds, bro. Like <laughs> they. Are, I mean, it's I fact. There's. I, I don't even think it's impossible to like you know like the South Carolina theory. I don't think is impossible. Yeah. I think it's a possibility, but I think they really have to find the evidence for it. But, like, I've seen all sorts of weird spins. Like, I'm like... My favorite thing that happens right now is a new story comes out every... I think today might be the first day that we didn't get a new story unless I missed something. Well, um, I mean, Harbaugh talked about it somewhat, so that's... Yeah. But the react it's funny to watch the reaction from literally everyone else to every story versus the reaction of Michigan fans who find like they find one sentence and decide that this is a positive story that that is going to help them. And meanwhile, everyone else is just like, oh, they're fucked. Yeah. They're like, nope, we're going to be fine. Like, Good luck. No, we're, we're, we're going into weird territory now because true, this story has become so big mm-hmm. that now – Kind of like pro no, literally like pro wrestling, kind of like when the sale was oh. going through that. Like some outlets who usually don't touch college football are start like the Wall Street Journal thing that came out last night about mm. the contract. I said, This is stupid. Like one one of our like one of one of my bosses who really doesn't follow college football, but still is one of my bosses today. I said, Listen, that's nothing. Of course, like the Wall Street Journal wanted to get something on this because it's such a big story. Rescinded the contract offer. It's like, no, they didn't. They didn't rescind shit. They were just sitting there talking about a contract. They've been talking about a contract. All they did was say, hey, Jimmy, this looks bad. We should probably stop talking for a little bit. And he was like, yeah, I agree. Do you know who they can hire as as head football coach in Michigan? They can hire Bobby. He'd be good at it. That's a good point. What does Bob think of Chavo Guerrero? Oh. He probably thinks he sucks on Bob. Should we ask him? Yeah. Let's ask him. I think, you know what? The more I look back, look at the DIYs doing it. You know what I think? I think that Julius Creed should beat Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> so the world heavyweight champion. I heard this tonight. Is, is, tonight. Is, is tonight. I think Seth should go out there in the main event and do one of those open challenges. I think Julius should just run out there, beat the shit out of him, take that title, and let's just fucking, let's go to the moon. Maybe. I'm down for anyone beating Seth freaking, bro. Who is going to beat Seth freaking? I don't know. It's going to be Walter, can. right? Better be Walter. Yeah, I think he's going to drop the IC belt next month and then win it straight away. Okay, I better make sure I note Junior because if I just say Chavo Guerrero, he'll start giving me information on Chavo Classic, right? So he had a couple good matches in World Class. Did yeah. he really? Yeah. Bob O'Neill or Chavo's Classic? Both. Both. I've done a tweet, folks. Could I think I think shoulder tackle Bobby could throw. Bro, brainbuster. I think Bob Bob would get over as a heel in the Sportatorium like that. Oh, for sure. I don't know. I feel like they're Diggy's politics, though. Uh, Probably sure. a baby face, right? Bob is a cowboy. <gasps> cowboy Bob. That's never worked, right? 
<laughs> for some reason, I watched the trailer for that movie again the other day. I don't know, it like popped up, or I might have just like, God, it looks so fucking good. Yeah, I can't wait, bro. It comes out in February for me, though, so I better get used to waiting. It you get to fly so to fun. America. <laughs> just to see a movie made days. about. Just to see a movie made about pro wrestling that looks like an actual fucking movie that effort was put into it. It's going to be great, bro. It's like, I, I've been very bullish all along. And of all the topics they could have picked, the Von Erics, I mean, come on. It's just the start, bro. I'm telling you, we're going to get some fucking classics in the coming years. Ruthless Aggression, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I will see that eight times in the first week. <laughs> they have Bob on the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an alternate commentary track from Robert yeah. O'Neill. Bob goes on like fucking CNN to tell the people about what they should expect from Ruthless Aggression, the movie. They could talk about the SmackDown Six. Hey, yeah. One in particular would probably be a good film, right? Chavo. Kurt Angle. <laughs> Kurt Angle. He's hasn't he had like a not a film, a motion picture, but didn't they used to just recently do like a big Peacock documentary about Kurt? Yeah. Kurt Angle is. We were talking about seven eye oracle. Yes, no. Jackie. Oh. Uh, he's like a. Sometimes I wonder if like Kurt's just a robot that someone just presses a button and stuff. It's very down. scary. Yes, it's very scary. No, and it, I mean it, obviously that's that's to do with his injuries and his and his yeah. drug history no, and I, stuff. I was telling I, I was I was telling Bob it was the weirdest thing because like I tried watching his podcast too because Bob had told me like fucking sucks like Kurt just mails it in like he's obviously he's doing it for the well when he was on with of all people when he was on with Rogan I said let me turn this on let me see let me see what well, of see course you did <laughs> and it, no it, it came it, up it, on your subscriptions it, and you were like hell yeah Kurt's on this week. he got the notification. <laughs> But it was no, it was it was actually because that that was the funny. But like Joe Rogan of all people, it was actually good. And I was like, this is like yeah. night and day from his fucking podcast. Like Kurt was telling the good, he was telling the stories the right way. He was funny. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, we had a big argument the other night about Kurt. Green grappler got done, and like I just brought up Kurt Angle because I want to pop myself and contrary. How mad was Alex the other night? Oracle when he started lashing out and yelling obscenity. He's about CM Punk. It was very uncomfortable. I was just trying to talk about Kurt Angle, you know? Wait, what happened? What, what did my friend Alex Well, I was like, I was like, hey, Alex, I don't think Kurt Angle was the greatest wrestler of all time. And he just started calling me a piece of shit. And he, like, punched the webcam. It was very weird. I don't know what was up with him. Alex started texting me about the fucking Nagano fight Saturday. Yes, wedding. I looked at my phone and I see Alex freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck's going on in this fight? It was crazy. Yeah, I was missing. <laughs> He's like, are you watching this? Are you watching this right now? Apparently, that was a that was a close one, huh? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly, as a boxing match, it was close. I think round by round. Like, if you're scoring it as a truth, but the fact that it's close means that Ngannou won. Like, fuck, bro. Who, you know, who yeah. could care about the scorecards? You think you think um, uh, you think old Tyson's embarrassed? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he'll probably hide away again for a bit, and they'll yeah, be he'll well, be back to win shit. Fury by split this. decision was twenty five to one. For real, yeah, you can his wrestling match. Matthew, did you ever watch his match? I know you wasn't watching much at the time, but you might have. I don't was you still? So. Oh, the Braun match in Saudi, because that was like on the border of your fandom, you know. Is oh, that... that's one of the worst. That matches. It sucks. It's so bad. Horrible. 
I don't and know. What makes I it more impressive? It was the one with Kane and Brock was on that show. Yeah, I don't think I saw that one. Do you remember when they had a uh, when they had a uh, they had a pull apart? Yeah, up to that Tyson and Brock, and it's the worst pull apart of all I've. I remember watched. that. And what's most impressive about that being bad is if you look at this era, all of the celebrity matches are good nowadays. The yeah. pro- well, the, they're the so problem, good at them. You know, the problem with Tyson is like you know. I mean, Bad Bunny, like, you leave it up to him. It's like, hey, bro, like, it's on you. Like, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, you could still sing. And Logan Paul, he's just a fucking psychopath, though. He's he he's absurdly good. Like, he should not be as good at this as he is. I have an update, that, right guys. But when you're, when, when, when the, li- like, you have to be super, super careful with the lineal heavyweight boxing champion of the world. He can't do much. I agree, but they didn't even like, have any like good smoke and mirrors, though. You know, like they just yeah, kind of had like a shitty match. You really have to treat him with with kid gloves, and it, that's what fucking sucks. Yeah, he was in there with a great fucking Braun Strowman is one of the best big men ever, too. So you know, you look guys, at it like that. I mean, fuck. Guys, Bob is weighed in on Chavo Guerrero. Oh shit! This is this is his official statement from the camp of Robert O'Neill, and I quote: "He stinks." End quote. <laughs> Is you have to question the motivation for saying something like that about a, especially about a Latino icon. Mm-hmm. It's weird. That's because really sad. For me, like sometimes, like Chavo fit his roles perfectly in some cases. Then in other cases, it's like, hey, buddy, can you just fuck off? So I've, never been, I've never been more offended in my life. TNA he teamed with Hernandez, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hernandez. Now there's a guy. There's he, a guy. he had something, Jackie. He had There's something. a guy, Sean Hernandez. There was a moment. There was a moment in time where he could have been someone. Supermix. He was a hooper. You Remember when he would throw people like they were a basketball? Yes, right. I do. And he would like- that was do you remember Dixie was like she was all in like this is gonna be our next babyface. And then Hulk Hogan came into the promotion and plans changed, bro. Not- I remember, like, like people were weary on Hernandez, and then he he did <laughs> he did one of those ma- he did a he did a match in Ring of Honor, and that's where people went, oh whoa, wait a minute, like when they whoa. were when they when they were allowed to, you mm. know, back and forth a little bit, certain talents. Hernandez did a Ring of Honor match, and like didn't look out of place at all. And people were like, oh shit, so this guy's actually good. LAX was an awesome team. That rivalry they had with AJ and Daniels fucking rolled. Oh, yeah, the cage match. They, that, yeah, we watched one of those once on a show, I think. It was fucking We did. Awesome. They, they yeah. Like Ghetto Brawl, whatever the hell they called it. Yes, they did that, yeah. LAX was a great team. TNA had some great... Who's one of my favorite TNA team? matches was, was the recent one, where mm-hmm. Homicide and Hernandez against Santana and Ortiz, where they fucking tore the ring mat off Bro. and shit. That match fucking ruled. Yes, I was and Homicide, he busted out the old dive to the floor. It was, that was so great. that match was that match was better than it had any right to be. Yes, homicide rolled back the years. Fella. Who's the best tag team in TNA history? AMW. My question. Yeah, America's most AMW. Honor, I'm with I'm with I'm Crosby there. AMW. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, th- I think to Alex and I were talking about this. That's I think it's AMW. Yeah. Yeah, money, you know, man. No, 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 no. AMW good. at their peak. They were fucking awesome. I'm, I'm with Jack though. Hey, yeah, I think it's really close. Genuinely, both storm teams, by the way. Yeah, 
I know Jackie wanted to do Grin Grappler James Storm. We have to do that at some point. You got to put the OVW do... match in there. I reviewed that, you know. Yeah. It went 20 minutes, which was a choice. I don't know why. That yeah, I, think it's rough. I mean, I, I said it a lot. I, I get Anyway, it's Magnus and Samojo. Good fucking call, bro. James Storm he, is like, he could have made a lot more money. He re, yeah, he got ready to re-sign with TNA for the personal reasons and shit like that. But I, I maintain that he would have worked well in WWE. Oh, he would have. He would have. Like I, that's why I was great. like, buddy, what are you doing? Look, bro, let's be real. He's more talented than Bobby. He is. You know, Bobby's more you, fundamentally sound. What are James Storm's more charismatic. What are your thoughts of Nick Nick Aldis in a suit? That dude is jacked. Bro. Like, when you look at him in a suit, it's like good look. He Does it make you think he should be world champion, Oracle. It does me personally. Yeah. Should be Seth Rollins. He he may be the coolest British wrestler ever. I, I wish you. I, I cool. Told, I said I, I used the word cool. I told Jimmy Joey. I, cool. I love I love what the WWF is doing with all this. I think it's smart because instead of just like if they had just thrown him into the ring as a wrestler in front of those, wouldn't have worked. But what they're gonna do is they're gonna put him over as a GM first to get him comfortable with the people. Then they're gonna put him in the ring, mm-hmm. like, and that's the way to do it. I agree, I, Matt. You did an interesting face when all that was being said. What do you mean? No, I don't know. I just how much heat do you think Adam Pearce versus Nick Aldis is gonna have at the <laughs> in Philadelphia? Hell yeah, bro! I wonder if they wrestled before. I don't think they'd have overlapped time wise. I don't think. Because Pierce was slowing down a lot by the time that Nick started wrestling, right? Going to cage match. Hold on. Nick's still a young guy, man, for real. Yeah, a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people shocked when they look up his age. Yeah, because he started in TNA when he was like 21 or some shit. Like, yeah, he's like 35 or something. He's, yeah. yeah. Because, like, well, you know, because, you know, a lot of people know that uh, Mickey's like early 40s, but she's, she's several years older than him. Yeah. Absolutely. I think Mickey that James. also confuses people too. All-time great wrestling couple right there. If you ask me, two of the greatest wrestlers of all time, right? Nick, <laughs> Nick Aldis and Adam Pearce have never been in the ring together. I'm doing an impression of every other wrestling podcast. We just call every wrestler one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Al Snow, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. <laughs> they, they, like, well, you know, they edited that, right? Yeah, that is true. They did it. That's a good point, Matt. Good that point. was I laughed so hard. Wait, did they? Like, on yeah. yeah, on the actual on the actual show, it got changed. Wrestling trainers of all time. Yeah, so they you, cut it's, that, an, it's uh, an overdub yeah. because they cut away. Like he, they show him talking, and then they cut away from it's cash flow. <laughs> if I remember right, yeah, cash flow. They cut away from him when that part comes on because it was an overdub. Fucking Al Snow saw that fucking reaction on Twitter and got so mad. Are, he, bro, he was re. If you tweeted like, I like wrestlers. He would retweet it. He typed in wrestlers and would. His timeline was perverse. He just retweeted every comment about the show. <laughs> I respect it. Every, I mean, we like, do that with the late night like, grins. So. That rules. <laughs> oh, we're on Netflix. <laughs> we should be. We might be. I'm working on something. When, when are when are we going to talk about the biggest topic in pro wrestling right now? Garbo. All these people jumping off the MLW ship. Bro, it might be mm-hmm. over. I'm gonna lie. Sad day here in all the whole All these guys just walking into court's office, going, "Get me the fuck out of here!" They've I don't want to be um, here anymore. The only one that scares me is that Lance Anoa'i one. 
they're gonna they're gonna carry this bloodline story is gonna go on for two more fucking years. <laughs> Lance is gonna yeah. walk into that company and they're gonna be like, "Well, here we go. It's gonna keep it going." Maybe. You know what's crazy is Court Bauer runs this alleged wrestling company, but but when a someone that's under contract to him comes and says, "Hey, I don't want to work here anymore," he goes, "Oh, okay," and lets them not work there anymore. It's a fucking crazy ass concept. To be fair, he hasn't Wait, done that with. Grant, with uh, I no, saw yeah, grant, there's been a lot of people. Did he grant Hammerstones? No. no. Yeah. He's yeah. Hammer has had a belt in a, in MLW for like his whole run. I know. He's Every fucked, time he's he about leaving. Title. I just don't know. Like with the NWA, as fucking absurd as it is and as embarrassing it is, at least you can tell. Like Billy thinks he's doing something with that. You know, like he yeah. thinks he's like doing the real wrestling he remembers. And bless, he's trying his best. He's a fucking idiot, but he's trying his best. Oracle, are you going to DVR that on the CW? That's a yes. No. <laughs> I'm like, just seriously. so mad because I'm such a big Smashing Pumpkins fan, you know? Yeah, it's sad. And it's just he's just tarnishing his own legacy for me. He should leave it's the memories like alone. Him, him running the NWA... Is like when it's like when contrarian Alex always complains about CM Punk losing and you know getting his ass kicked in UFC. Agreed. Like, you know, Great it's, point. It's, it's one of those crossovers for me. It's just Bro. like you what stay in your lane, Billy. Don't come over here and do do this. Oracle and the Lair. You we know, Siamese Dream is the, one of the greatest albums of all time. Do not ruin this for me. That was a crazy wow. comp because they're gonna be working together next year. Billy's not gonna WWE. Oracle and the Lair. Well, we that's not would, what I heard. We, we lured contrarian into a trap on tuesday so i go and i, I do a very sub i'm a good worker you know i go well i saw this tweet fellas you know rank these four wrestlers aj styles brian danielson Joe, and cm punk and i was like i think aj's underrated i mean he's not fourth he's third right and Alex starts like you know, he starts like, adjusting in his chair and getting an Oracle and I just we're just talking, we're just enjoying ourselves. It's a Tuesday night. I'm not hurting anyone, I'm just talking graps. And Alex is he starts lashing out about the UFC and Mickey Gall and saying you know, yelling obscenities. And I fucking lined him up and I go, Well, here's the thing though, Alex. What AJ matches as good as Punk's best two matches, right? And the third, he's got Cena and he's got Brock. Oracle. What did Alex's face tell you other than defeat? I mean, he just, oh, he yeah. sat, it was, and Bob started waving his hands like a boxing referee. <laughs> he, said, He's got, he said, it's over. It's finished. And we, Oracle and I were just proud of our work. You know, we'd lured him into it, set him up, boom, finished the job. Wonderful stuff. Anyway, I like AJ. He's a good wrestler. Yeah. Who were the four wrestlers again? It was AJ Styles, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, and Samoa Joe. Yeah, Styles is fourth. Nah, he's above Joe. I mean, I'm saying this with literally a portrait of the man behind me, but I he's above Joe. <laughs> you're a big anti-AJ Styles guy. No, I like you it. Hide it. You hide it, but you're, they're on to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. AJ Styles, I, I honestly think AJ Styles is like, to be clear, bits aside, as a pure worker, I think he's genuinely one of the best wrestlers ever. Like, legitimately. Only guy I'd have above him in the States over this last 20 years is, is Brian. Just as a pure belt-to-belt pro wrestler. 
Punk is obviously armed with other skill sets that allow him to have great matches because he builds matches in a certain way and there's an emotion there and a drama. But, I mean, skill set-wise, AJ Styles is fucking incredible, isn't he? I mean, he could do anything. <laughs> Thunderous ovation in the late night green arena. <laughs> 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 it just it feels like he's, because he's declined at 45, it feels like people have kind of forgotten how great he was, you know? You want to say something spiteful, mate? No, you? I actually really like AJ. I don't even know what yeah, I'm doing I, right I, now. <laughs> just popping he's, yourself. He's clearly <laughs> regressed at this point. Um, just yeah. because the ankle injury was rough on him, I think, for his age. And, for sure. I, mean, I don't man, fucking yeah. know. I'm not, you know, I'm not the one who messed her ankle up, but it seems like he's uh people, his, his off foot isn't as high as it had, you know. People take that stuff for granted. They'll see a great progress, like take, you know, get a big injury and come back and they were just like, they were taking for granted without realizing how many guys are never the same. You know, yeah. we talk about it with Bailey. Honestly, we we have fun, but we talk about it with Bailey. Bailey is oh, just yeah. not the same. Rest, she can't move yeah. the same way. Well, that's why I saw Abushi. <laughs> when I saw that thing yesterday, what? <laughs> you can't work anymore. It's not my fault. Don't get me. Uh, how about these? How about these though? <laughs> when I saw that report. <laughs> last week that like the doctor told randy orton yeah buddy you should probably give it up and randy's like no i got a 10 years left in me i was like oh yeah. randy i don't fucking know buddy and i love i love randy like i don't want to see randy come back and be but like when they, when they were like yeah doctor told him yeah you should probably quit this is probably it i'm gonna do this back so. surgery you're probably done randy's if like, I, no. i'm just gonna say this if i get to see randy orton throw in some headlocks and and, and hit an RKO for 10 years, or I'm all in, brother. Oh, I'm ready to go. And if worse comes to it and they don't clear me, just go AEW, right? Right, right. There you go. <laughs> you can work Eddie Kingston finally. <laughs> You'd have like a vest. I, I, I think a Randy Orton Eddie Kingston feud would be actually good. If, oh. if you had. That'd be fucking good. If you had like 20. What would be the best Randy you could have for that one, Oracle? What's the best version we could have for that feud? It could be a recent Eddie because Eddie's so over it. It's fun. What are we, what are we looking at with Randy? What's could the you peak? Imagine like crowd brawling and like Randy bantering, you know, like saying something funny. Oh yeah, that's the kind of stuff yeah. that would pop me. You know, Eddie's like really passionate promo about how like you know Randy was given everything. And Randy just yeah. stands like a smug prick, grinning at him like, "Yep, and what, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, hold up, bro. Hold up, bro. Yeah. I'm Fortnite. I got to send these kids on Twitter. <laughs> Help me out with the. I'm on, I'm on my tour bus or whatever the hell it is. I'm on. Randy just pulling out the Scott Snyder. But yeah, well, you're fat. Does anyone in AEW have a bus? That's they should remedy movie. that if not. Wait, I know there's Cody no towns. Yeah, he, had a, he came out of it on TV AEW. once. Yeah, he, okay. he got it when he was in AEW. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Randy and AEW would be a level of phoning it in that not even the Young Bucks can reach. Such a, you took such a long route to that. That's really yeah. impressive what you did there. It's fucking yeah. rule, though, wouldn't it? I mean, it'd be something. I mean, uh, I don't those... really like him that much when he tries, so what I'm was, not trying. Would be... I'd, be, I'd be more interested in what the relationship between Tony Khan and Randy would be like. Bad. Real bad. Yeah. Dax the Axe would have to be the middleman there. <laughs> Tony thinks it fucking sucks. 
<laughs> That'd be so funny though, because FTR would have another person. <laughs> like Punk yes, goes, did, like right? Edge had to leave, and Randy comes in, and they're like, "We just keep all getting our the, dads back." All of these guys are taller than them too, which makes it even a funnier dynamic. The yeah. video where they greet Adam Cope with the big hug is so funny because he's so fucking tall compared to them. Yeah, it looks like you and me hugging. <laughs> Look, some of those uh, FTR KO tags would be pretty cool on Collision. Like, imagine him going like 40 with fucking, I don't know. And Randy uh, gets the hot tag, hits the fucking couple, you know, light clotheslines yeah. and a fucking power slam. Yeah, and- he's on the apron, like banging the apron and shit, like a mark, you know? I love when he does I mean, that's sincere. That pops me when he does that shit. Like, there's a moment when uh, when Joe and Punk go head to head, Dax is on the apron, like marking out, like popping himself. <laughs> it rules, man. I love that shit. I, I like him when wrestlers are happy at work. Like, Randy Jackie? was pissed when WWE was like, no, we don't want to do this. Randy fucking rocked up already. We've announced this, haven't we? Is he out there yet? This is what Bob thinks of him. He likes him, doesn't he? I don't trust he anyone does. who says anything negative about Randy Orton. He's awesome. Fucking guy just knows how to work. Business-wise, in-ring, everything. Guy knows how to work. Man's going to punch you in a minute, bro. No, that's fine. Jack Randy. watches wrestling for good businessmen. I watch wrestling to see entertaining matches. Everyone's different. Oh, let's not be nasty on a, on a <laughs> Monday night. All Look right? at Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so well, anyway. Randy Matt, Orton versus Jeff Matt, Jarrett. Matt, you, you enjoy your gymnastics. I'll I watch. I'll watch. Oh, he went there. He went with the gymnastics. <laughs> Is this Reddit now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reddit. It put, that stuff does put me so much. Like, look, bro, personally, I just like storytelling in my matches. Oh, cool. Who's your favorite wrestler? Seth Rollins. Like, oh, man. Good deal. I hate that God, flippy it. stuff. Bro. I can't wait for this Logan Paul match. He's some Ricochet. That's going to be fucking awesome. It's like, do you watch the That's the thing about the Oracle of Wrestling. Even when he would say things that would actively upset parts of our audience, the Oracle of Wrestling is consistent with his law of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, they're just renegades out there, you know? Uh, it's like, well, to be but, fair, some you know, like I can watch a ricochet because I think he's a pretty, you know, I think he's a pretty decent flyer, but it depends on who his opponent is. Yeah, no, I, I know, I, I know you don't actually, you were just doing a bit. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's like, not when people do the thing when the use, like, this is for example, I love the Usos. When Dave says they do stuff the Bucks do and people laugh at it, it's like you guys aren't like they absolutely do young Bucks spots. Oh, they, yeah. they they abuse the super kick, man. I love them. They do. It's well, no, they just no, carry themselves as badasses and the Bucks never have. That's they, what, yeah. yeah that's they it. totally reinvented themselves in ring and yeah. was built around the young Bucks. I mean, that's just yeah. the truth. And that's there not even, young much, yeah. some amazing Rick fucking is... rules because he knows how to sell. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Factual. He does rule. So, like, how do you guys think the WWF is going to recreate Ricochet versus Billy Ospreay? Well, they tried with Logan Paul, didn't they? Oh, God, that match. Yeah, but how are they going to do it when Willie signs with them? Bro, that match had seven. They got 17 minutes or some shit on SummerSlam. I was so mad. So mad. Just insulting, you know? Like, I actually like Ricochet. But I don't need to see him wrestle Logan Paul in in a... fight scene from a movie you know no it was too long 
that's the thing for me. It's not the flips. Yeah, flips if are great. Ten minutes did flips fine. It's you need you also you need that connective tissue. Like that Cedric Dragon Lee match, you didn't watch Oracle. At one point, Cedric grounds him and he throws chops. And it's like, aha, they are wrestling. If you j- literally just stand in position and charge into these like extended sequences, I don't want to see that. I'm sorry. Give me a little bit in the middle. Try yeah. one thing from the next, you know? Remember when they did that spot at the at the rumble, the cross body spot? It looked cool. But it's just so stupid at the same time. It's like, why? It looked cool, and they said, let's just do a whole match of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ricochet's been there for like five years now, six years. Yeah, probably. Wild. I just see one. Say, I was I was reviewing Collision, and I mentioned, are you aware that AR Fox has been there for a year? Is that, mm. that feels kind of wild to me. Is it you? No, Ricochet been there longer, honestly. Really? Ricochet yeah. signed with WWE January 16th, 2018. Because yeah. I was, was New Orleans his debut, the ladder match? Yes, that, he was working, yeah. I guess he was working the loop or going, had, had God, do you, yeah, that, that's right. I, I completely forgot about it. Do you guys remember the bullshit behind the Lucha Underground contract? Like, yeah. Ricochet would have worked there longer. Yep. You know who worked there, Jake, right? And Helico. Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> he did. Everybody fucking went through Lucha Underground. That thing ruled, I man. didn't. I'm Between us, no one's watching. I've never watched it in my life. It ruled. I've watched one match, I think, ever from... They, they were the only people... Now, the people behind it were obviously, like, once it got rolling, they proved to be dumb shits. But, like, everyone always talked about, we need an alternative. It was an... Act- yeah, I get that. That was exactly, the actual yeah. alternative. It was like, we are a TV show with wrestling to have great yep. wrestling on it. Yep. That is that you the can biggest like, first thing. First time I saw someone legit murdered on the TV show, I was like, oh, what the fuck? But right. then, then it was so good. Like it's like oh, okay, no, this is the actual alternative. But yeah. then the people running it were a bunch of they had an actual more. vision. That's the biggest yeah. thing Demore has to do with this TNA deal. Genuinely, all bits aside, it's all well and good. We're all going to pop for the nostalgia. Like it's funny TNA. Mm-hmm. He, the biggest thing he needs to think about over this next two months is not the talent or the name. He needs to think what are we actually trying to be. That's the big. When you have two big companies and the second one is struggling to fill houses as it is, as the third company, you have to have your own vibe, bro. Yeah, you cannot this, just be a company, you know? This can't just be slapping the TNA logo over everything and yes. going, okay. There it is, right? Yeah, it can't be. Like, look at the ni- look at the mid-90s. There would be FWCW. Imagine if ECW was just a smaller version of those promotions. You have to have your own vibe. You've got to. And it's like... It's uh, I don't know if they're gonna have the the answers to those questions, but that's the biggest thing. Same goes. Look, we have our home of NWA. They, they're gonna get on TV. Same goes for them. You, there's too much wrestling on TV without having a clear reason. Why am I gonna watch you? That's the yeah. biggest question these companies need to answer. Sometimes AEW struggles to answer that, honestly, right? Yeah. So it's an interesting time. It, it really is. Where is everyone's Jack? How much wrestling do you watch a week these days? What's your rotation looking like? Dynamite. Dynamite. That's it. That's just, all I can. You, I mean, you'll see clips on social with other stuff, right? Uh, yeah. Because Friday. I mean, Fridays college football on. Saturdays college football on. I don't. Yeah. 
the only times I turn into turn tune into Raw and SmackDown are like if if we didn't come on this stream, I probably would have turned on that whole yeah. Creed Brothers match, watch that, and then turn back to the football game. It's just mm-hmm. like stuff that interests me. Like if they say Cody's doing something oh. cool on Raw, I'll tell like Bob or something. Like Bob, please text me when Cody's coming on. He does. I bet he does. Yeah. I'll put the USL. I'll say thank you, and then when Cody's done, I'll. But no, as far as like just watching like a, a like a full wrestling show, Dynamite. Dynamite. Okay, right Matt. You're so Matt. You're still you're still rolling with Honor Club, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So you got Dynamite, Honor Club, Rampage Collision. Correct. Yep. Is it any That's other it. wild cards? Is it right? Yeah, I mean maybe a match here or there if something yeah. pops up. I'm going to give TNA a chance when the relaunch happens. I'll probably last a week or two. Yeah, me too. Okay. I'm going to get real excited for the big production upgrades, and the show's going to look basically the same, and I'm going to turn it off. More screens. Um, yeah. Oracle, what's your your approach is very much dependent on the fast-forward button, right? Yeah. Uh, Raw on DVR every Monday night at, like, 11 or midnight. Uh, keep in mind, I don't have to go to work till noon, so it's not that – it's usually, like – uh, one of the last things I do before I get settled down for bed. Uh, I occasionally will watch NXT matches now, like since they've it's been hyped up, like just like certain matches. Like I'll watch, mm-hmm. like I might watch one or two matches tomorrow, but not live. Um, yeah. I never watch Dynamite. Usually, usually with AEW now, like I will, like probably on Friday, I will probably get on the uh, YouTube TV library and watch all the AW shows and watch mm-hmm. what I want to watch and fast forward through the rest. And, and uh, lately I've been watching SmackDown live. Um, SmackDown is actually the one show I watch live a lot. Uh, but uh, other than that, I mean, that's, that's my SmackDown seems good lately. Am I wrong? It's been pretty good for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. The LA night Roman build is like actually good. Mm-hmm. Roman has made a point of like letting LA Knight get the better of him because obviously he's going to win the match. But like, you know, LA Knight's been able to kind of get the the not even physically just so much as he's been able to like stand toe to toe with him. You know, and be as I liked what they did Friday with with Roman letting let, letting him uh, interrupt the entrance. Ex- I, yeah, thought, I thought that was pretty funny. And then he sat on the head of the table in that seat yeah, and was like, I thought, "Yeah, I thought that was pretty good." Like you said, that that's Roman saying, "I'm gonna let you get your shit in because you're not winning this yeah. match, but I'll let you." Right, and hopefully the match goes. Well, I, I'm very concerned about the match we'll see, but I'm in, I'm interested. So that's everyone's like kind of weekly wrestling diet. Well, the problem with that match is it's taking place in Saudi Arabia, and how over is Ellie Knight going to be there? Well, Did, remember question. what happened the last show? Exactly. Do you remember? Remember that? what happened at the press conference, Oracle? Yeah. That's, that's why, why they trying to have his yeah. press conference and the Saudis were going LA night. LA night. Yes. You're right. I, thought, I, I forgot yeah. about that. I forgot about no, that. That's fair. I, I thought the same that thing. Place is really like, they might have to call an audible and tell Roman, we don't give a fuck. You're losing this title. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that when I see it. Because um, that's everyone's weekly wrestling dice. I'm interested. Chat, play along with this. Too. I'm interested what everyone says and we'll throw some names around while we're here. Matt. Who are the guys that you're really popping for right now? Like you feel like they're just in a, on a roll. They're in a good rhythm. They're doing good TV. Who are you looking at? It could be on any of those four shows. It could be in a small role, a big role. Who, where did your mind go and ask that question? 
Christian Cage. Um, yes. We all co-signed Christian Cage, I think, right? Athena and Billy Starks. That's mm-hmm. like the best story they're telling in the entire company. Um, it should be on TV, but at the same time, they're getting to be as creative as they want on Honor Club, so it probably wouldn't be as good on television. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's really amazing. They've actually done some funny skits too, which is like... It's, it's a true yeah. developmental storyline. They're putting Billy... And I'm as high on Billy Starks as, as almost anyone. They put her in some segments that she probably wasn't ready for. You know, there's a few times... There's a charm to, like... She did a good job this time when Athena was screaming at her. Um, mm-hmm. But she's definitely had times in the past where she's almost laughed when it's supposed to be... Like, she's not quite... Yeah. But for what for what it's airing on, it's perfect. Um, and when they finally do the match, it's going to be fucking awesome. Final battle, um, I guess, right? Yeah, I would assume. Billy's very it's, good. That's going to be like a... Covered. That's going to be like a star-making match for her, I think. I agree. I want to quickly just put a pin. I want to talk about Final Battle because I'm intrigued by it because the fact it's on a streaming service makes it instantly more appealing like that, right? Like, yeah. I generally oh, watch those it? shows. Yeah, it's yeah, on Honor Club, it's on now. Club I was... The only Ring of Honor paper he's done that I teetered on was the, the last one. And as soon as I found out it was the main event with Athena, I bought it immediately even though it was like two hours into the show. Mm. So... I was going to watch it anyway. It's Final Battle. I always watch Final Battle. But it being an honor club helps. What do we think that show is going to look like? What do we What do we reckon they're, they're going with there? Because it's hard to tell, right? Because the way they do their TV, it's like, I don't know. But what do we want to see? What do we think? I think Max and probably Joe are going to drop the tag titles there. Um, Interesting. Not, it might not be Joe. Um, yeah, Joe if it was like maybe Roddy. Yeah, maybe Roddy. Um because they got to get those belts off him at some point, and do, you know Max is probably going to be more on board with the idea of doing it on Honor Club. Where, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, it seems like it's going to be more of you know the Athena. I think they're definitely going to do Athena and Billy Starks, and that's the story yeah. they will have built too. Um, the rest and Lethal is a TV is a TV match. I right? think so. Yeah, yeah. I think most of the rest of the card will not be. It'll be more like an event type booking than like this build to it. Like it'll be, this is this guy that you see, you know, it'll be uh, graphics. Yeah. They probably will. There's probably going to be a couple others, but it doesn't jump out right now. They've been, uh, their TV is interesting now because it's just a simple pro wrestling show. Good promos. They're telling a few stories, but it's like most of the champions are never on, (laughs) on the TV ever. Um, besides Athena, she's really the only one I think that's on the, the TV regularly. Um, yeah, Saints and Agony and Cage were when they were the champs, but yeah, I think that's it. Unless I'm blanking Who's on the someone. Ideal match for King. <sighs> that's hard because it's almost it is. You almost lean into like dream matches, but who's still out there? Chris Hero. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, that'd be interesting. Yeah, well, would that I mean, get you on board, Oracle? Would that get you to sign up for Honor Club, Kingston Hero Final Battle? That'd be that. That might be something that would get me to throw in some money. You know, I think oh God, that would that would take me back, man. Briscoe probably wrestles Samoa Joe. Yeah, I think that's where he wins the TV belt. Yeah, um, I don't yeah. think. I don't think Billy beats Athena at final battle. I think Athena wins that match, but it'll be like a star making. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I kind of hope I'm wrong. 
I'm very torn on it. You know, I, I like the idea of, of Athena losing the belt and going up, but if she's never going to be on TV, then I don't really want her to do that. Um, this is interesting, bro. I can't think of like what the match, what the right match. You know what I'm saying? It's really, it's really weird. Yeah, there's. He's. I mean, I don't think this is the pay per view, but they're definitely the long term story they're telling is is Kingston versus Ethan Page, but I don't think that's shouldn't final battle. No, I like Ethan a lot, but it shouldn't be the pay per view. It seems well, like Eddie's Eddie's title reign so far is just him having matches with people he wants to wrestle. Fair. Like this Angelico thing is totally something Eddie requested, which I'm. I mean, I'm happy because Angelico's getting pushed on TV and getting promos. Right. And, um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, there's no way that's final battle. Um, I don't know. There's really no one obvious that's on Ring of Honor TV. Um, I mean, if you. They pulled Ishii in for their fourth match, honestly. The the only person I can think of who's been on Ring of Honor a little bit that would be some kind of play that I could see Tony looking at would be oh, I forgot he joined Kyle Fletcher beating Eddie was something that popped in my head because they're clearly high on him. I know I'm not I'm just saying like that's something that but he joined it's late the, here, you know. <laughs> he joined the Callis family, or he's clearly going yeah. to. Oh, so wait, I, I hate to say it, but shoot might be cooking here. Fletcher's very good. Kyle I don't Fletcher get this. Seems like... But this is but what I'm saying, like to your point, maybe this is a way for Ring of Honor to be like this is one of the ways you can use Ring of Honor. You see a guy like Kyle Fletcher who you're featuring on AEW TV and you know has a bright future. Then you do something like put the Ring of Honor title on them. Set them down there for a few matches. I don't want to, I don't want to even say send send them over, I guess. I don't want to say send down like it's developmental, right? But and then let him have a run with the world title and see how it goes. Yeah. They don't really book that way, but I agree with you, Jack. It's just um, that's not really the way they use the show, unfortunately. Um, Go explore alternate haircuts. Eddie's never okay. The haircut him. bothers me. Yeah, the haircut's an issue, I think. Yeah, the haircut bothers me. These are important things, bro. They're gonna have to make his action figure at some point, you know. I gotta, I gotta be careful because my wife loves him. So, That's, yeah, you're right. I respect that. Nonetheless, I love the theme music. Too. I, I love their, I, I, I love their song too. You do? do I you do. sing along I do. to Big it. Fan. Big fan, big fan, big fan. Yeah, what are your thoughts on the chant? Oh, the Ozzy, Ozzy. Alex has real issues with it. He gets really aggressive. He does, yeah. Yeah. So, Christian Cage was your other one. Oracle, you're a long-time Christian Cage, Dan. Is this his... Is this the run? Is this Christian's, like, like his peak? In the overall game, I'm talking about here. Um, Maybe so. Uh, You know, I still think his 05 run, like, when he was a, a... like a doofus heel and like the first half of the year yeah. on raw was really, really good. Um, but it, it, I mean, he's, he's better in the ring now um, than, he, than he was then. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was great in the ring then. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, this, this, this might be it. My, my personal favorite Christian was always the, the, the ECW running on nine. Um, like a standard baby face promo, but, in yeah. terms of character work, this is you know this is certainly his peak. Probably, yeah. He's I don't think he's ever he's... felt this important. Would be the best way to put oh, it. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. 
He's a uh, in ring peak is probably the is the Fed return like ECW through like 2011. You know that that mm. run. Um, but as you said, the, and also what he's doing as a personality is more. It's just more main event, right? Uh-huh. Like Christian's biggest issue at times was he was so good at like doing shtick and being being a goof that it almost allowed them to just treat him as such, right? Like he, yeah. Whereas now, partly because the roster is. So, Wrestlers are just so much smaller now that he can like play a different role physically. Yeah, but he's doing the more kind of polished Bond villain thing, and it's very different to what we see from 2011. Christian as a character, as great as he was as a character, it's a different character. You know, mm-hmm. he is Christian has actually adapted to his age and grown accordingly, and that's one thing I think he that with the Edge comparison, Edge has really struggled with. I think you know, like whether you think Edge is cool or not, he clearly is still trying to be Edge. Like he hasn't found a different version of himself that's that's better suited to being fifty years old and looking the way he does now, you know? So Yeah. Um it's very impressive, man. We all love Christian, but we've got to be honest, at one point his AEW run looked like it had reached like it's kinda those Peter now when he got hurt against Jack, right? It was like fuck. Yeah. He's getting injured I mean, at this point in his career. I mean, he I'm voting for him for the rest of the year. Um I love the way yeah. you said that, like you were in the Observer. Well, we got our poll at the end of the year. Um, do? Well, I assume we we're going to do that. I don't know. Of course, it's a tradition. Yeah, of course, we do that, you know? Yeah, he's like, unless something crazy happens. We're doing a draft for doing it. The, look, people love the draft. Oh, yeah. I actually had a good time, and I actually tried this year, and then they fucking buried me for it. That was such yeah. bullshit, bro. Oracle, we should do all AEW teams. All AEW teams? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was classic, bro. You got so fucking mad. That was so funny. Because we wouldn't, we didn't let CM Punk get on the first team. I was right, too, in hindsight. <laughs> still mad about it. Still hated. I don't know, man. He was only there for a couple months. You know, it was difficult. Uh, that's a hell of a... <laughs> <laughs> it was so like you pitched the concept. I was really proud of it, and it, at the first sign of it, like not going as you as you expected or hope, you just was like, oh, "Fuck this!" I'm so mad. <laughs> it ruined the game. Beast. <laughs> exactly the sure, way I would man. handle it. It was awesome, bro. It was great. That was such bullshit when the Grinners vote for Manny as the winner of that draft, bro. What the fuck, man? Have some respect for the fucking real and he adults was the one in the room because he performed. He, yeah, he what a piece of shit. He doesn't even he like wrestling anymore. He's, that's why I said he's a fucking. We should be, we should kick the shit out of him. Just put the boots to him, you know. My Horseman favorite thing. Style. My favorite thing now, when I read Manny's Twitter account when he tweets about wrestling, is trying to figure out which one of his pals he's decided to steal this take from, because he's lost all of his original bits completely. So oh. so he just parrots other people's opinions. It's what a, that's a major allegation. It is, made, right? man. He might take you to court for that, bro. That's like his livelihood you're going after right there. Bring it on. He's a podcrafter. Um, <laughs> who's the ideal person to beat Christian for the TNT title? We can't Nick be Wayne. right. <laughs> Listen, Nick Wayne needs to get off my fucking television, man. <laughs> he should be on on a club. Sting. He's going to be edge, right? I don't think so. No, nah, I don't. Really? I, I don't think so. So when do you think they're gonna have their match? They're never gonna wrestle. He said that. <laughs> Stop. 
<laughs> what do you think? Seriously, I'm intrigued by what you guys reckon's coming. Well, I think I mean I think it's pretty clear he'll be the yeah the, the other but the person. singles match. Uh, I think they'll do the feud under Revolution. That's a long way away, brother. Yeah. On Sting Final Bye Bye. Yep. Featuring Ric Flair. Don't forget we still yeah. have, well, don't forget we we still have that December thirtieth pay per view. World's End. Yeah. That's right. Good call, Jack. That might be that, might that be logo. They're going to do a better logo for these some of these things, you know. It's so like it looks like something I've fucking drawn up for a TW, you know. Yeah. World's End. They're gonna do. Like, I think they're gonna do like a multi-man elimination match to close that show. The Fed like better. I, I don't think the Fed's doing a December show. It doesn't seem like it. They 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 would have announced. <laughs> they would have announced it by this point, though. Cody's gonna announce it. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm. <laughs> I don't know. Do they, 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 no breaking news here, are you? It'll be Saturday, <laughs> December 30th. They're waiting to get their date sorted. Yeah. No, they're not doing one. They. I still liked one of Vince's last good ideas, I think, was that day one thing. I think that was actually yeah. Like, awesome. Yeah. And they immediately, Triple H immediately got rid of it because it wasn't a pay-per-view in 2003. Right. Yeah. You know? It's like, fuck. Where's vengeance, you know? Like... There was an actual good like well, was a cool... revolution back when back in his day, so I don't know what he's yeah. yeah. Well he did tear his quad at the last one, so I guess he figured out <laughs> mm-hmm. he'd have to get rid of a lot of shows if he's <laughs> someone earlier said that AEW should get rid of all their wrestlers that leak stuff. And I I wanted to quote to it with Man, Samoa Joe doing a monologue in the ring would be wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody would have taken. They, they should when make wrestlers sign NDAs. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I remember the one monologue Joe did in the ring, and Kevin Nash got very mad about it. Well, Scott Hall. Yeah, yeah Scott I did, Hall. I did a review on the weekend. Okay, this is the week after that match. Joe did an indie against Two Cold Scorpio. Listen to this. This is when wrestling. Joe did an independent loop, which was he wrestled. Two Cold Scorpio, somewhere, I can't remember where it was, and then he went to uh, Cleveland, Ohio, to wrestle the Sandman on, on two independent shows the week after that promo. The Monday after the Two Cold match, Two Cold Scorpio worked Raw in the 15-year anniversary Battle Royal. <laughs> and like, I was piecing this together, looking, and I was like, That's, that shit pops me so much about wrestling, you know? The idea of guys making towns, doing weird things, wrestling weird matches for some pervert to review in 15 years. Like, that's the game, brother. We need it back. I need more of the AEW guys to make some weirdo, like, indie spots, you know? Not these fancy ones that are on fights. I'm talking about, like, real, you know, real indie shows. <laughs> like, shit. Not the fight TV ones look good. But anyway, Matthew? Yeah, Christian, Athena, and Billy. Any others you'd like for on the table, mate? Um, I'm gonna go through some of the chat's names in a minute too. I like FTR. <laughs> I'm sorry, you clip that. You was like really doing the point. You went, I like FTR. Yeah, they're good. I uh, say that like once a day. Like something will happen, and I'll just go, I like FTR. You know, it just makes me feel better about things. Very good. Watch that match on Saturday, like freestyle match, Ricky Styles. I was just watching it going, oh yeah, this is it, man. This is headlock takeover, knife edge chop, brain buster, 
Superplex, Pole Driver. This is fucking wrestling. This is what I remember. That JYAR Fox match, it's just a beautiful piece of television it's wrestling. Very good. I'm still very mad good. about that cage match rating. That's just disrespectful. Wasn't it though, like seven? No, it's under seven. Okay. If it was seven or higher, I'd be fine with it. You can't you don't you can't go eight. That's too high. Yeah. But under seven is disrespectful. That's a beautiful thing. Fox match. is good, bro. Yeah, he is. He's really good. It's a I shame like he him. does gymnastics in the right oracle. Cooked yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jackie, wrestlers that are popping you right now. Jesus, this could go, folks. Oh, yeah. Hold on, we're coming in Strap for a in. Yeah. cross. And <laughs> <laughs> I won't say Christian because I, I mean we all agree. There's no. Yeah. Oh. L.A. Knight. That Julius Creed fella. Oh yeah, I like him, like him a lot. I like that Julius Creed fella, mm. Jay White, MJF. Oh, let me think, because I like only watching one wrestling. Are you show really week. into their feud, like legitimately? Are you really into it, the Jay White MJF thing? No, I think <laughs> I don't like where I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I know it's I very good. I don't, yeah. like, don't yeah. like it. I don't know if it, it's probably the timing. Like I'm not saying they. I'm not saying that they can't have a good feud. It's just like something right now is just off about it. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't like it. I I never liked the fucking belt stealing thing. I hate like, I hate the belt. Stealing. Jenner did it and he held the. And that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, off the limo. That yeah, that was mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. He's <laughs> just he he's won such won a mid card. He did. It's generally the such funniest a mid-card thing was he actually ended up winning it. Yeah. Bless respect. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I love Jay White. I've been a Jay White guy for a long time alongside you, Jay. I don't I haven't loved him like in this feud as a promo. Uh I don't know why either. I can't put my face say I don't know. What do you thought, Matt? I'm interested. Um I think as much as I like um creating this dynamic where all these people are after Max, um it's a yeah. It's kind of an overcorrection from the fact where no one would even acknowledge he's a champion, but it has undercut the importance yeah. of the Jay White thing a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think it's been. Other... I don't think it's been bad, but they just it's it just definitely hasn't goodly, been. Yeah. yeah, it hasn't been what it could be. When you mix like like a world title feud, you're trying to sell your entire fan base on it, but when you add all these people that like portions of them are going to be like, well, I'd rather see. Him wrestle Samoa Joe again. I'd rather that's see him yeah. wrestle. Like you're right. Like that. That that's part of the fucking. Especially when Kenny Omega is involved. Yeah. Yeah. Then no, you throw in Kenny. You're like, well, now wait a minute. It's, Look, it's we were all thrilled to get the match. I'm not doing that bit, but it's hard not to look at it and go, well, Kenny should be the pay per view match. You know. But yeah. It's the game. What'd you guys say, Matt? Sorry. As much as I do think it's undercut that feud a little bit, I think I honestly think it's worth it right now. Just because mm-hmm. Max's title run has been so weird, and he's been like an island unto himself in the company, and it's like we went a long time with people really not even acknowledging that he was the world champion, and the goal should be to be the world champion. Yep. Um, so it's as much as it, it frustrates, I would probably feel more strongly about the feud being minimized a little bit if I thought this was a time when Jay even had a chance in hell of winning the belt. Um, the fact that it feels like a foregone conclusion and um, 
it's probably trial runs not the right way to put it but this is like his title feud before the real title feud when he may actually win the belt um yeah it's to me it's it's worth it who do you think's beating max probably darby darby that's who i think so yeah um i could honestly see it see the problem is, here the thing that makes a lot of sense to me is for Darby to win the world title on Sting's final show. And then the show ends with Sting and Darby celebrating together. And you, yeah. you get the you get the goodbye to Sting, but you also get him kind of passing the torch. In a, I mean, that's not really what he's doing, but you know what I mean. Like, giving yeah. the rub of it to his protege, as you would call it, I guess. Um, but the issue there is that Sting ain't working a singles match. And so if you pull Darby out of his match, then... Then I don't know what you do. Um, I guess you could do like an all-star tag for Sting, where he's like, you know, Darby's going for the belt, so he handpicks. You could do yeah, something cool you with could that. Do you know, that like, yeah. Um, other options, um, Swerve, it would be an obvious one. Um, he's really close. Yeah, he is. Like um, two weeks ago, if you'd asked me, I'd have been like, he's teetering he's almost there and every week i get a little closer just going fuck it he can win the boat because i'm not i have to admit there's like i do think there's a big step between great pro wrestler ticks all the boxes to actually being the world champion oh yeah and swerve like he's hovers around it for me but each week i get a little bit more confident he could actually do it and, and make it stick so maybe um orange cassidy still feels obvious um you know, Orange is, is suffering a little bit right now from the, uh, yeah, from Tony not really having alternate plans when things don't go the way they're supposed to. Um, yep. And you can see that, like, he's, I mean, he's trying. It's not like he's not on TV. I mean, obviously he's the champ again, but, like, this clearly wasn't the plan. You know, Mox got yep. hurt, and so whatever they were actually going to do is I wish they would it elsewhere, man. I really do. Me too. Um, but I do think... Orange, in a lot of ways, I do. I still think Orange is the best choice, um, but I can make. I mean, I can make cases for several guys, which is. I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. That you that there's reasonable there's reasonable cases for probably four or five guys. Yeah. Um, so you know, Jay White still would make sense. Um, not here. Omega, obviously. right? Kenny, Omega, yes. Yeah. Um, and then I mean, there's obvious choices. You know, if you wanted to. You know, if you if you wanted to put Mox back up there, yeah. um, it's not one of what I would do, but I'm saying he's always an option there. Um, yeah, I mean, even I wouldn't do it, but I mean, all it would take is Hangman winning this feud with Swerve, and you can put him right back in there. Um, he's fascinating, isn't he? Yeah, yes, he he often feels like a guy who's like on loan from another promotion. It's like he never comes up in the comedy. But then when you watch the show, he's like, he's still over and he still has good matches. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, not like people, he's, a, he's a good promo. Yeah, it's just people don't like sit on their hands or anything when, when Hangman yeah. comes. Like, they still it's, treat him like a star. That's the thing with the elite. Like The phrase I've used to describe it is they're like guests in their own home. You mm-hmm. know, It's like, Kenny, if you look at Kenny Omega's year as just a match catalog, it's like, fuck, he's had a pretty good year. Man. He's a great year. He's had some classics. But it's, if you just watch the shows, he feels the furthest thing from a main character possible. Like It's... Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. The Bucks obviously take that to an extreme. They genuinely feel like they're not around most of the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. 
Uh, Jack, who's your preference to beat MJF, mate? It pro- I mean, as fun as it is to go through all the names, Shoots, I, I, I think Shoots right. I like Darby probably makes the most sense given the history. Yeah. Like it probably makes the most sense for Darby to win the title. So with a headlock takeover. Yeah, it makes sense. Um Oracle, I'm intrigued. Who's your uh, who are the guys you're popping for right now, boss? Um uh, Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Roman being back on TV's cool. Yeah, um, for sure. Incredible I'm, presence, man. Yeah, I'm I'm always I'm always you know happy to see Rhea and Dom, uh, in their thing. Uh, I'm trying to think. I always watch Sting stuff. Yep. Like you know, I watched the segment last week. Uh, I usually watch Darby, Smojo. Oh. Um, how much? Or coming tree? What you think about this? I really think the AEW run has done a lot for Sting's legacy. Mm-hmm. And in a weird way, it's like he was, he actually was really good for, in a lot of the TNA stuff. But because TNA yeah. was TNA, it got framed he, a certain way. He became, you know? a, he became a much more, it's kind of a weird word to use, but he became a very, he became a very, um, he became somewhat of a, Efficient worker. That's the word mm-hmm. I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, not necessarily good or, you know, certainly right. not great, but he was, he was efficient. Yeah. Um, which Much better promo. always too, use that way. word for, for, you know, almost anything and, you know. Yeah. But he's, <laughs> TNA was yeah. where Sting became, like Sting's promos in TNA were fabulous. He got some mm-hmm. great promos. Yeah. In his matches, they, you know, they always kind of ran the same plays, you know, but like. Right. There was just they always hit the right marks and, and sometimes they do crazy shit like when he you know like like the Kurt match we covered and and yeah. grapple where he didn't block the bat shot and he just took a <laughs> like granted that was obviously you know a a uh, um bad accident happy accident for sickos like us um but uh like he just. <laughs> He did a really good job there for a long time, and and you know, Joker Sting was awful, but yeah, um, at least he had fun with it. You know, he's been you know the last three years he's been awesome, man. Like, and look, let's be honest. Like, I liked the casket match at uh, in 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 London. There were there were some iffy moments in there for sure. Um, yeah. Sting has looked bad in twenty twenty three in the ring. Yeah, it's time to go. like like real bad. Um, but I still like the guy, man. Like. I still don't think he's hurt his legacy because I think he realized he's been bad this year. Not you know, not that not that uh, he would have gone much longer than than you know than of the course, plan yeah, for revolution yeah. in in March. But he's recognized. Okay, definitely. He, there's, yeah, there's been some scary yeah. moments. Definitely. Um, what do you think the? This is interesting, one, boys. What do you think the match of the run is? What do you think the best? You could ball it one match, AEW Sting. What's the match you can with? Like, for me, them. it's the to me it's the six man with Punk and uh, oh, Punk God, Darby. What's the, one, what's the one that he did a balcony dive and I called it and you and you were like, "Oh, now calm down now," and he did it. Which one was that? that was a that was twenty two maybe. 
double or nothing twenty two. That would make sense, I think. Yeah, because it was it would be when we were doing a grin preview. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, let me let me be back to. Uh, I, I got to go check. Jameer Gibbs just scored a touchdown, and I'm playing a, playing him against in his oh, fantasy man, league. It. It could be I could be in a total rage here in a minute. Hold on. Right, right <laughs> Wait, did he really yeah. score a touchdown? I guess so. Oh um, shit! Confirm shoot. Yeah, I'm right there with you, buddy. All right, listen to me, buddy. Listen to me. This is all. Oh, all oh, listen to me, buddy. Hold on. Oh my god. Folks, we apologize for interrupting your regularly scheduled program. Have you hold, won hold something on. here, Jack? Holy fuck. Okay, okay, okay. All oh I need. God, this is, all this I need. Is wait a minute. Shit. I need Goff to throw another touchdown. And I need Jamison Williams to get one more kick. Okay, so here's what I need. Fuck. Which is probably not going to happen just because. I need I need Josh Jacobs to get seven more yards rushing or receiving doesn't matter, but the problem is I need Devonte Adams to get seventy four yards and he's only got eleven right now. But I've got Gibbs touchdown. I've got Jacobs touchdown. I got Gibbs Gibbs over seventy five yards. I've got St. Brown over eighty point five. So this is a this is a two hundred and seven dollar win if this happens. But I'm not optimistic. Yeah, see, my mine is one thirty six. Yeah, this is nice. Have we got a sponsor. I don't think so. I won seventy five dollars yesterday on uh, Will Levis. How great was that, Jack? Yeah, I know. You did. I know. Yeah, you I did. know. The first time I sent you that bet, you're like this motherfucker. <laughs> I did laugh at you. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I tried to double down yeah. on it with Bajent, and was, and I paid for that one. Joseph, we're, we're we're bad people. We just fucking gamble. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I think it's important we have variety on the late night green. But there um, are lottery this, tickets, though. That's why I mean, there's four white guys. To, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is five dollars to win a hundred and thirty-six, and I, I I just need a few little things. I'm rooting for you, bro, Matt. What do you think the best sting at matches in AEW? Probably is the six-man tag. Yeah, the six-man. Yeah, I was checking the cage match there. You got the picture behind you there, bro. I know. Great picture. Out of the time. So also like the. Most of the pinnacle ever felt like the four horsemen. <laughs> yeah, they're in Charlotte, wasn't they? I think it was in Charlotte. That was right maybe. around Thanksgiving, right? They're in Greensboro. Yeah, there was a Christmas. Oh. It was Christmas. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna Christmas. fucking lose. That fucking asshole has Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Jameer Gibbs. That piece of shit. <laughs> well, oh. well, it may have won me and Jack some money potentially if some other things happen. So yeah. win some, you lose some, brother. Yeah, grins up. <laughs> um. Uh, Dang it. Jack, do you have any preference on this matter? Best Sting match in AEW? He already agreed with us on the six-man. Did he really? Yes. Well, I, nice think, I, I think that's easy. Now, what are we going to do about this Ric Flair business? Cool place. <laughs> what are we going to do about this? Well, Jack, probably... it's very odd. No. Jack, Jack. Mm-hmm. we're about the same age. Let's just be honest what we're going to do about this. Well, Rick's going to turn on him one last we're... time. Jack and I are going to come on shows like this and we're going to say shit like it's ridiculous that AEW signed him. They should have never brought him in. And then we're going to watch the segments and Jack and I are going to text each other like this is pretty beast. <laughs> and that's going to be the cycle for the for the entire five. I mean, let's just be honest. Let's uh, yeah, Listen, I'm not going to like when, when when that music hit on Wednesday, I was like. Oh, I God. got so it's the way they did that was so weird. I got bro. aggressively mad 
that I didn't realize that that's what it was going to be because it felt so blatantly obvious once it actually happened. Um, the way they did it was so weird. Well, well, because has it, has it Rick shit on AEW and Tony in the past? Not Tony. Yeah, he never shit on Tony. Tony. Yeah. Him and Tony are cool, but he's shit yeah. on AEW for sure. Um, Ironically, he used to talk about how it was embarrassing they couldn't do a million viewers, and then his his first appearance happened on one of the last few episodes. <laughs> I Jack, I will say that to me it is stunning that that Ric Flair would change his opinion based on whoever's giving him paychecks. Um, I, I I'm like I I usually I'm really curious to know how much Tony's paying him. I'm much. just I'm just glad that much. he was fucking coherent on Wednesday because brother he. He showed up at the Blue Jackets season opener. He was like their guest of honor or whatever. He could barely fucking He's walk. He's cooked, bro. When he did, he um, who did he? Uh, Flair. Oh, Flair. Flair. Rick, Rick Flair, the nature boy. Um, Our greatest wrestler of all time, according oh, to Late yeah. Night Grimm, despite No, Mike. no, that's, no, that's, no, no. That's no, Bob's no, greatest wrestler. That's Bob's greatest wrestler. Thank you very much, Oracle. It was Bob's greatest wrestler. <laughs> he made the bracket. I didn't have Oh, that's true. You're right. You're right. I apologize. I selected between the dishes in front of me. Jack yeah. and I went with Dragon. Yep. Steamboat wasn't there. Wandolf was. Yeah. Look, I'm just playing. I played the game. As it, I looked at the cards. I said, oh, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Nonetheless, um, shout out to Bob. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Oracle, who did he induct into the Hall of Fame this year? Who, Rick? Yeah, remember he did someone? Or last year? Oh, Pretty sure it was this year. It was, it was the one with Ray. Fuck, Jack. Do you remember you know, this? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, hold on. Who could it have been? Though? I don't even know. So either this year or last year, right? It was it was this year. I'm pretty sure because it was when Ray went in. All right, Hall of Fame 2023. Hold on. It was Muda. We have a chat. Muda. 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 Was Muda. Yeah. His speech was like. It wasn't about Muda. It was about him. Exactly. Oh, you couldn't course. really understand what he was saying. And he didn't really, he just talked, he talked broadly about Japanese wrestlers. He's about like Tenru and. <laughs> he's, he's 100% a dead solid lock to cut a promo in sometime in the next four months that makes absolutely no sense. Oh, it yeah. will be will be one of the worst things that they've ever aired on their television. He's going to say lock. something horrible too. Yeah. He's going to say something disgusting. You just know it. Yeah. He's It'll a real, I mean, yeah. Rick Flair is one of the greatest wrestlers ever. He's a real piece of shit, isn't he? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For someone, for someone to abuse their body with alcohol for as long as he did, and be in the condition he was, and then to just go back to drinking the way he did, like, well, that was a good bit. <laughs> he was fucking no, like he was fucking dead. Like we thought he was gonna he's die. Just, like I said this to you, days. Matt. Like this genuinely sums up how we survive as wrestling fans. Because we all like, if you're a wrestling fan for a while, you accept your fate. And you just go, oh yeah, they're all pieces of shit. Right, I understand mm-hmm. now. What? And it's like, this is how we survive. Hulk Hogan is a piece of shit. Ric Flair is a piece of shit. But in order to preserve ourselves, like it's just been decided among wrestling fans, like fuck Hulk Hogan. Oh shit, Ric Flair's here. Like, well, hold on, you know. Yeah. It's like, like it's there's no re- there's no way you can explain what I just said as being like fair like, or like morally that, accurate. You know, like that, that outrage over those Dark Side of the Ring episodes. 
where everyone was like, yeah, we're going to get Ric Flair the fuck out of here. That lasted like two days. And it just disappeared. Which sucks, right? Just like, disappeared. It, sucks that it shouldn't be that way. But we're just fucking warped. We're all, we're all insane. Like, what's wrong with us? Why do we watch wrestling? You know? Okay. The Dark Side of the Ring episode. We all known that for 20, yeah. 30 years. That's, yeah. And that's the thing. When that episode aired, we talked about this on the Grim. We were like, look, we've got to be honest. We all know this is the, the case. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Fuck him. But wrestling. The, the thing that bothered me about the response wasn't that people were, you know, fuck Ric Flair. It was right. that, what? All this. I'm thinking, guys. To be fair, Oracle, you're right. Some people were doing that. Some people genuinely yeah. just don't know. Like, legitimately. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, but we both know there were people who full well knew and still were. But it's like they were absolutely about to bring him in then too. He was coming in. That's why he left. He was coming to AW. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's like saying I do genuinely like wrestle with. Because sometimes you'll do the thing I just did of like, oh, there were assholes, and people will say that's very cynical. That's not true, and it's like, well. Maybe you're right, but I think I am. <laughs> I think they're also yeah. yeah open your eyes. <laughs> wrestling's really scummy. Like, the closer I get to wrestling, the more I actually like see it. Like full glass wall. Wrestling's fucking horrible, man. It's not like you know. It's not there's nothing. There's nothing um, morally admirable about professional wrestling. It's pretty disgusting. Pretty grimy. The thing that's important to remember, and I do like look. I made my you know making jokes lately, but. Genuinely, he shouldn't be working there. No, he should not. But I just have accepted this what the wrestling business is. And I won't, I'm not going to pretend that, well, I don't think he should be. I I wish I was strong enough to be like, oh, I'm not going to watch his segments or all these all suck. I, it's just not the way I am, unfortunately. Um, I like the segment on Wednesday. He shouldn't be there. I think both those things can be true. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Uh-huh. Although, I mean, not to cut you off, but like it also helped that like a guy we just talked about as yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right now, came out and beat the shit out of him verbally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. that was a good idea. Heading to Flair, and Flair had like that look on his face. <laughs> the uh, the thing that you have to remember about wrestling, and I say this as someone who's loved wrestling for thirty three years now, is that, and there are exceptions, so you don't need to list them. But for the very, very most part, everyone that is in wrestling is in wrestling because they didn't have any other better options. (laughs) And they stay in wrestling because they don't have any other better options. Exactly. And that's why, whether we like it or not, wrestling is always going to be this way. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to accept it. I'm not saying you you should just shut up. And I'm just saying that wrestling is always going to be this way because... It's appealing to people who don't have any other options. That's one of the, I was talking to Joe about this and it's, it's the funniest thing that happens in wrestling is, and there are, again, there's an exception to every rule, but pretty blanket statement. These old dudes come back and it's framed as they can't stay away from wrestling. They love it so much. They can't stay away. When in the real answer is they need money and they broke. do not have any other options. Yeah. So they always come back. The latter sometimes often it's like they don't even need they just need something to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like and like um, Tony yeah. Tony is probably giving Rick 
a ridiculous amount of, especially since yeah, this is going to be a how many month run? Four or five, whatever five, it is. Four or five, yeah. Four or five. He's probably giving Rick a ridiculous and and Tony has been quoted in the past that like Rick Flair's his favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So he's giving he is definitely giving Rick an insane yeah. amount of money. That's... Rick is gonna blow through that by the end of 2024. Oh, for sure. Yes, he does. For t- for all of Tony's faults, and there are many, him not paying his wrestlers is certainly not one of them. No, he, no, he <laughs> doesn't make surprise him. Sometimes he pays him so much he gets mad about it. Yes. Um, he uh he was basically oh, a fucking charitable foundation during the pandemic. Like yeah, which yeah. was cool. That was really cool. Um I'm glad we had this conversation. I do want to put a bar on it by saying because this is important. You you said it, Matt, but just to reiterate it. While that is absolutely what wrestling is and almost certainly will always be, it is important to strive for it to get better. Yeah. And the voices that are repulsed by Ric Flair's presence are Right. I yes. want to stress this. The four gentlemen on this screen are just fucking sickos who've accepted that wrestling is always going to be scummy, but that doesn't mean everyone has to do that. And I no, I think we all co-sign that it would be more than fair for Ric Flair's justice after his conduct across 40 years being that he couldn't get a job at 74. I, think that'd be, I don't yeah. think he could really have much to complain about. So I do want to stress that because... We're all very warped by it because we've studied wrestling front to back enough to be like, if you dig deep enough for wrestling, you kind of just break at some point. Like, my God, what a... There's, you know, there's, no, there's no moral consumption of professional wrestling. And again, as Joe said, and I always... I, to me, you always have to add this. is that, that does not mean you have to accept it. No. It's yeah, just that's, that's the reality of it. No one... I'm not... There in no way, shape, or form am I telling you to shut up and enjoy it and accept it. No, I'm just saying that I'm old and tired and I wish I had it in me to be outraged <laughs> about stuff all the time, but I just, I don't. Yeah. yeah. You see, it's also, cold though. That's, it's concerning. Yeah. Well, indeed. Um, let's do some, uh, let's do some grabs questions while we're here. Um, who's the devil on AEW television? This is specifically for you, Jack, but we'll answer it. Gone. That's a good question. I was just thinking about that the other day. Like I have, what I love about that is I have no idea. I don't like it like that. I don't know. You must be used to it, too, man. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know who it is. I think it's Jack Perry. Kiwi just said it. Answer, they don't know who it is. I think it's Jack Perry. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I hadn't even thought I am. That's like the exact thing they would do because it gets like online heat. And he's a heel on TV, and he's been gone. I gotta be yeah. honest; I don't hate it. Uh, I would need to see it. I need to yeah. see it because what I what I like about Tony and the way he does things and the way is that everyone he's it feels like he's going to try his best to have it be someone we don't see coming. Like everyone's screaming, "Oh, the Adam Cole injury is fake!" No matter how many times they see Meltzer, be like, "No, he got surgery." Like, no, it's Cole. It's definitely cool. <laughs> and now the people are like, no, it's punk. This whole thing with punk is just a big smoke screen. It's punk. Well, those people are just stupid. They're insane. Yeah. They're insane. I didn't even know that. But so the one issue, the issue here, Jack, is if they don't know who it is yet. <laughs> but is what I think that's generally the pro wrestling might, way things are done. It might be five, ten percent. Maybe they don't know. I'm really surprised we haven't seen the like. 
the guys who beat up Jay, I thought they'd be beating everyone up. Yeah. That's where I'm Bischoff. Like, Bischoff's warped my brain, you know? I thought they were going to go full TNA and every TV was going to end with them beating the fuck out of someone. <laughs> but I, I genuinely... Have, the Jack Perry thing is good, Joe. I like that. Like, that's... Yeah, that's I don't know if it's could, good, but it I think it could, could be, be good. Would be the best way to put it. It could yeah. be good. It could. Be I just bad. don't know if he's a good enough promo to pull it off. Yeah. That's honest, my honest take on it. Because him pulling off the mask and saying the the best trick the devil ever pulled, that would be like genuinely good grabs. You know, him yeah. saying that line. Yeah. But when you get beyond that line, can he really pull that role off? I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah. I wasn't. In, I wasn't particularly encouraged by him as a heel. I didn't think Who? he was terrible. He just felt like a mid card guy. Who? Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Um. <laughs> Fair. I think he got better as it went along, but yeah, I want to be very measured in that praise because it was awful at first. He just felt uh, he felt like an underneath guy, though. You know, yeah, he did. I agree. Even he was terrible. Like, especially if you give him like Anna J and they're an act. I think he could be a good mid card. And a fucking rules, by the way. Like wrestle <laughs> as a wrestler, whatever. But <laughs> come on, be, I mean, she, you know, she's beast, very funny. Man. Yeah. Someone tweeted that when she talks to someone, she's going to cry. And I, I like, laughed out loud at this because it's so accurate. She always sounds like she's on the verge of tears. It's like rules, Bob. Man. She should manage Jack Perry. She should be his ballet. Uh, Imagine if right, Bob yeah. just spoke like Anna Jay. I got I, I mean, I I to go get that. I, I got to eat something and, 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 and cry and cry myself to sleep oh, because the, this fucking Jameer Gibbs, they won't. Dan Campbell just loves to run the ball when they're up and he won't stop okay. giving the guy the fucking ball. Anyways, um, <clears throat> had a great time, fellas. Uh, yep. We'll speak soon. Take care. Wonderful. Have a good night, Chief. Oracle, pleasure as always. Thanks, buddy. You too. Enjoy yourself, pal. Bye, Bye Oracle. Buddy. Nice shirt, 25 cents. <laughs> Is that an inside joke? No, it's an old rock line. He says to Michael Cole at Fully Loaded before he wrestles Triple H. Is that wrestling? Nice shirt, 25 cents. Triple is that H. on the young, is, have that, has that ever been portrayed on Young Rock choreographed by Chavo Guerrero? Probably. So, like, speaking speaking of flair, so like him and Hunter are really on the outs, huh? I mean, they have to be. He gets I don't think anyone in wrestling has burnt, burns as many friendships as that dude does. He gets so mad about everything. Do you see now, his beef with Jim Ross? I don't, like, I don't, well, I mean, I get it. Like, Rick's fucking broke and everything, and, like, you know, Hunter's Hunter. But, like, Hunter did a lot for that dude. Like, if I'm Hunter, I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill you. At some point, you probably have to just kind of throw your hands up there, right? Like, just like I mean, maybe, he, maybe, he, well, especially, although if I'm Hunter and I just got that, how much did Endeavor give him? Five million? He got a check when that closed? Got, like, five million dollars check or something? I'd yeah, those like, yeah, fellas did all right out of that deal, huh? <laughs> Hunter got Hunter got five. Yeah. I think Nick Khan got ten. Vince got fifteen. Fucking. How about, how about the, all the office staff gets the shit kicked out of them? You know. So. How about fucking Vince and Taker just rolling up to that fight? Bro, <laughs> honestly, Vince may be the most like disturbing looking human I've ever seen in my life at this point. Like, oh, he's bad. always been a weird looking cat, but like he looks horrifying. He looks like a wax figure that came to life. Yeah, but he hasn't even really come alive. He doesn't move. Oh, yeah. Also, he he called Saudi their home. That was yeah. There there was some... If I was Tony now, I would book at Madison Square Garden and be like, "There was some gross shit on Saturday." Jack, there was some gross shit on Saturday with like people putting up. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs>
So shameless, you know, these fucking fighters. This is the greatest I've ever seen. It's fucking... Anyway. Um, nonetheless, I've got some names in the chat. Let's throw these around, then we'll start writing yeah. down here. Yeah, what do we got here? Um, these are other names people are popping for in professional wrestling. We talked about this guy earlier. Jack and I were very early on the Swerve train. We used to talk about this I, a lot when he was in NXT. What, what, and before that, you were talking about bef- it. I know. But, before, yeah. like, they... And like people, I've had people argue with me when I say they fucked up royally. They're like WWE's doing just fine. Like that's not, that's not my point. My point is that like they let Strickland go, and like well, business is in the tank. But it's like if you utilized him correctly, business would be better than it is. Like you're just adding to the business. Like that dude, and then he packed on like 20. 25 pounds of muscle, whatever. He's a little he did. bigger, yeah. And now yeah. it's like, oh shit. Like you guys, you're really fucked up. Yeah. You shouldn't have let him go. Yeah, I tend to agree. It was a, one of the more baffling releases, but that was a weird time. Um Swerve. Mate, we talked to him a little bit earlier. He's he's gonna he's just about there, right? He's almost ready to go. Yeah, I think he is pretty much there. Top guy. I don't wanna I don't wanna directly compare him especially not at this point but one of the things that swerve has especially in in this character now kind of like we talk about with roman reigns is he has a presence mm-hmm. i agree or like when you see him you're like whoa yeah he like, also okay. puts a lot of effort into his presentation and more than that and i mean this with love he ain't going to take no for an answer when it comes to the politics of the game. You know, he's going to go and take it, man. He's fucking good. He's old school in that regard. You know, like he's not there to play a role, be a guy on the roster. He's, he's going to try and be the fucking top guy in the company. And he may get there. I mean, time was, I think sometimes he actually, and this is something he's getting better at. Sometimes he actually tries too hard in terms of the presentation and, stuff. And he's more naturally and, cool than he gives himself credit for. And I, but, I mean, you know, I'm not the best person to speak about this. Obviously. You sure? But well, no, I I am sure, but I'm de- but I'm dead serious about this. No jokes. <laughs> like, if wrestling his throughout the history of wrestling, there's a problem with yeah. black top stars. You're absolutely correct. I'm just playing. Around. There is a huge problem in the industry, and it's Swerve is just the guy to like finally, like really, really finally, just fucking break that mold during a time. With social media and everything, where he can be the face of professional yep. wrestling, he could cross in some over right? fashion. I agree. His ceiling's very fucking high in terms of like as an actual star. You know, he has a cool factor. I, I'm I'm with you completely. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's good shit. I'm really happy to see it. Another guy who's on the climb, I think Swerve and this guy are the guys who are making their way across that kind of bridge from upper mid card to main event status. Been there a lot longer, obviously, but absolute Ricky Starks, who recently had like a detour with this tag title round, which obviously is still going on, which I like a lot, actually. I like the big build. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he's felt more important since Collision premiered than he ever did previously. Yeah. He's had a nice, what's it been now, four months. Um, Matt, where are you on Ricky at this point? I know we, we've always been fans, but you've had your ups and downs with like, where does he, how high can he go, so on and so forth. Where are you at this point, mate? I'm very high on Ricky. Um, I will say, that he may 
be about where he belongs now. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know that for sure. Um, I do have my questions about him as like a guy who main events the pay-per-view. Yeah. Unless it's against Brian Danielson. I mean, that's a no brainer, but um, <laughs> that being said, I think he's been phenomenal. His the first thing, the first story they did with Max, a little short for winter is coming last year. That was good. That was kind of when you started to see them mm -hmm. get a little bit, not, they not consistent because they weren't, but you, you could tell, you know, it didn't fully kick in until collision, but you could kind of tell they were yeah. more behind Ricky than they had been in the past. Um, yeah. But obviously, you know, he had a big ally in Punk who hammered him into that one into that level one collision and he took the ball and ran with it. And so he stayed in that spot even with Punk gone. Um yeah, I mean I look, I think there is a scenario where Ricky could be the world champion, absolutely. Um but I also don't think there's anything wrong with being that upper mid card heel who's always over and is, is almost kind of bulletproof because you're so damn over um that you you know he can he loses and it doesn't matter um which wasn't the case before that I, I think that actually is the case i mean yeah. the danielson stuff well obviously it helps when you're losing to brian danielson but that was a case of like ricky lost both those matches and i think it genuinely did elevate him agree um and then i've liked you know, the Bill and him and Bill winning the titles felt a little out of nowhere, but I already like it. It's already grown on me just since they've had them. Um, especially, I think it's cool to see Bill in this kind of spot. Um, I don't know. They did that, the AEW together spot about him being sober for a few years now. And that's that an good. easy, that's an easy story to forget. Um, he's, he's had a hell of a comeback, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, genuinely, I mean, we have our fun with this guy, but like, seriously. Shout out to Gallows, yeah. who fought really hard to get him the Impact gig. I mean, and then he started rolling, you know. I, I, Janella told me about that night and how bad he was, and like when Joey told me, like what happened in that locker room, I couldn't believe it. I was like, he's he was that bad. Yeah, it was crazy. And like 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 Joe, I I know Joey Janella plays, you know, he's his goofy stuff, but he told me in the most serious tone, he's like. Dude, it was bad. like we were scared. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a re it's been a really cool thing, and it's kind of gone under the radar. It's happened over a longer period of time than people appreciate. You know, he's another guy who's been in AEW for a while now. Believe yeah. it or not, right? Like he signed, I think, last summer. I think um, the firm thing obviously was another hurdle for him to overcome, and he he got the Lee Moriarty team that was kind of a fun thing, and then flirted with the Brian Cage team, which I still think could have been something they can go back to one day. He's, but this is a good act for him, for sure. He, he's done well with everything they've given him. Agreed. Which obviously is, yeah. you know, measured success because of what he could do. But he's he, made the most of it. Yes. Yeah. And this Ricky team, this their that pairing actually really works. It seemed like I remember when they first started, and it was like this is weird, and yeah. it it really works. I think the reason is Bill has enough personality to not feel yeah. like a total. He's, he's actually yeah. pretty cool. Like exactly. If if he was just a guy. I, he would feel that way. <laughs> yeah, you can see that. I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I used to watch with Alex. You could see the, the season of Total Divas he was on when he was still with Carmella. I was like, this dude's pretty cool. I didn't like he's like, aware like of he played his stick with Enzo, but like when you saw him outside the element, you're like, no, he's a pretty cool. Dude. He's also yeah, 
not not to spoil anything, but he's pretty big too. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I go over, look, I know the Bucks thing, we get silly, but I'm actually glad they did this pivot. Sincerely. Yeah. No bullshit. I think it's I, I think it's been a cool thing to give Bill and Ricky as like a, a kind of side hustle and I think there's a chance that rematch of FTR is really fun because I think if you present that as like it's do or die, bro. The last time they wrestled these guys in a tag match, they got the shit kicked out of them, you know? Like I think it could actually be very compelling. And wherever you're at on the Young Bucks at this point, even if they're your favorite team in the world, you couldn't have been desperate to see them wrestle the FTR again because it just they're just got a weird dynamic. It feels awkward. Yeah. It feels like they're like they just don't I don't know. If they're saying odd about that FTR. Yeah, do, I'm not blaming you on for that. I'm just saying it's weird. I think I said it one of the last streams we were on, but it was really magnified when you saw how good FTR and the Briscoes were together. Yeah, it was like, much more oh, natural. Yeah, something, something, something's should... off with the box. By the way, that tells you how great the Briscoes are because they, they had great matches with both of those teams. Yeah. <laughs> the Briscoes could wrestle a Young Bucks match and an FTR match. You know, the closest FTR and the Bucks have come, ironically, is the TV match that had like no build. They just did cold. That match was fucking awesome. You know, the other two matches that they're not they're bad. They can't have bad matches. They're great teams, but they don't feel like the best version of either team. You know, they feel oh. like they're they're sacrificing for each other. So, nonetheless, uh, we'll see what they do with that. I still think there's a chance we we'll get Bucks versus Bill and Rick in LA, which could be really good. By the way. Yeah, uh, Ricky had a really good chemistry with the Bucks in that program. With um, you know, when they overlap very briefly, when he was teaming with Hobbs, mm-hmm. they did that triple threat match. Yep, uh, maybe a couple of triple threat matches actually. Um, so we'll see. Full Gear is is going to be interesting, and like AEW pay per views are so different now. When we get so many more of them, right? Like it's just a different feel. Like mm-hmm. it, I'm, I was always bullish on it, and I, I think there's early signs that it is a good thing, and just. You know, you have five hours of TV, man. Courtly Papes is really fucking hard. <laughs> like, you got to go at a better pace now. I think it's improved in that regard. To, to be honest with you guys, like, I, I'm I'm so interested to see what 2024 brings. It's going to be very interesting, bro. Well, only, only for the fact that it, you know, and, and uh, Joe, you'd have to be, I guess, an MMA fan to understand this from recent history, but. Like I saw the Drew McIntyre thing today, and it seems like Endeavor yeah. is treating these WWE contracts almost exactly like they treated the UFC once, where yeah. they're not running to these top stars and being like, here's a new deal. They're like, no, nah, you know what? We're going to wait. And, and we might the issue is- And with names like Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, and that, like, it's really interesting to see how they handle it. Like, for sure. If this were still if this were the old regime in charge, we could be like, all right, well, they're gonna give Seth whatever he wants, they're gonna give Becky whatever she wants, and you know, they're probably gonna give Drew something just enough to but now, like with these Endeavor guys, you know, running the financials, do they let two of the like let's just use those three for as an example, Becky, Seth, and Drew. Do they let two of the three walk? Do they let all three walk? Do like it's well, so interesting because they're and and this coming off you know the the the, the stock being down after the yeah. initial sale and 
again, like we saw what they did with the UFC. For sure. Like they one were of the, more willing to say, go, bye. One of the scary things for the talent is I also think there's a sentiment in WWE of like, what's Tony Khan going to do with Drew McIntyre? Which it would be an honest, is a fair sentiment, right? Like, it's not like Tony would have some master plan of like this I is going to transform. Here, you know? but, and like we talk about, I mean, we joke about it with say a guy like Billy Gunn, but like hypothetically, if Drew were to walk in AEW right now, like Drew makes some of these WWE guys look like midgets. Like you yeah, can't I, I don't think... just trot Drew out there in AEW. <laughs> to be clear, I don't think Drew's going. But if he did, Drew's a really good talent. He's not. Oh, he's great. He's. I. I would love Drew in AEW. It's just. It's going to yeah. look weird because he's. And so he's also not going to impact business at all. Which isn't a. I mean, you know, not that means he's bad wrestler. It doesn't. Most of my favorite wrestlers don't impact me. I'm just saying it makes it and harder again, from a negotiation, right? Like it's again, a like appara- a, apparently, like a, a lot of big contracts are up next year. There are, yeah. The one that a I think will actually happen is Sheamus, who isn't as big a name, but I think Sheamus will be in AEW next year. I'm pretty confident of that. That'd be cool. Um, and I, I, yeah, I really I mean that. That'd be cool. It'd be, uh, it'd be awesome, yeah. I think what's going to end up happening, and the Endeavor thing's fascinating because the real answer, Jack, and, and you didn't say anything different, is we don't know yet. We think we might know what they're going to You know what I mean? Like we, because yeah. nothing they, they haven't had it differently than the UFC. Right. I, my I, hunch, my hunch is that the top people will be treated very well and everyone else is going to have some trouble versus what they're making before. Yeah. That's I my mean, guess. Like, That's just for my example. Guess. Like, like, I think one of the, one of my, like, if, if I had to say, a, a, if I had to give a bold prediction for next year, I know we might even do a show about this come December or mm-hmm. whatever. Fuck it. No one remember. I think Becky Lynch is going to get fucking paid next year. Yeah. I, I think I don't Becky think Lynch is going to drive the Brinks truck home because she just proved her worth. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're letting she her literally go just proved her worth. She's not going to. They're, no matter how much she, it costs, they will keep Becky Lynch. Like Becky, Becky is going anyway. to get record breaking money for a female. <clears throat> she deserves and, it too. She's a big star, man. Oh, the, big star. the lead pipe locks to get paid are Becky Lynch and Will Ospreay. And Jack, we're, we're going to disagree on this, and this is fine. I think Joe agrees with me. Will Ospreay is going to get an insane amount of money because there is no way in hell yeah, I agree, yeah. that Tony Khan is going to lose him. And he yeah, will pay him a price. number that may come off as ab- – I mean, we, we won't ever actually know the number – but the rumored number will be insane because he's already invested in Will Ospreay. <laughs> he's not losing Will Ospreay. He's not. And that's the, that's the one thing that is that still people forget about is they do have money. Um, I think I think there's going to be less movement than we think in 2024 mm-hmm. because I think Tony is going to overpay a lot of people not to lose them. He might. I, now, I just, I, the one the one wild card is we don't know how he feels about some people. You know, like to, for, for I think all of us on the screen be like, and we don't even know when Ricky's contract comes up. But if Ricky's contract comes up in 2024, all three of us would be like, this is a guy that you pay and you keep. Mm-hmm. They He may not feel that way. We don't know. But I do think you it will be a situation. This is not – this isn't the past where you were absolutely a lock that if it comes down to money, WWE's winning. That's, oh, for sure, you're right. Been the yeah. case, well, no, yeah. except, except for Bischoff times. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, that's not to say that, that AEW can win every bidding war because they can't. I mean, they unless Tony's insane, they shouldn't do that. But he can pick and choose the ones where he say, I'm going to pay sure. more. And then there's also all the other factors. Like, do I, am I going to sit here and say there's no chance Will Ospreay goes to WWE? No, I'm not naive. There's well, there's always a chance. chance. Yeah, there's always a chance. But I will say that I think that is a that is a person that Tony will pay more than them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think what Tony can offer schedule wise will be more appealing to Will well, because he can go work Japan. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to go on fucking house show loops. He doesn't yeah. like. He technically, he technically doesn't even have to move to the United States and work mm-hmm. for AEW. Like that's not an option in WWE. Period. Like that's not yeah. realistic. Um, so I do look. I again, I'm not stupid. There's a chance that he's going to say, "Look, that's the biggest stage, and I want to go prove myself on the biggest stage." But I, every read I get on it is he's going to take the most money. Well, it's important we talk about. You know, New Japan are going to be a part of this. Yeah movement we're talking about and we've all loved to new japan progressing most of that movement is going to be outgoings on their part there is a lot of talk that there's about to be like really? another one of those exoduses yeah. <laughs> come oh. january come february um yeah i ain't gonna see a lot of guys going out of that door so who that is and where they go you know we'll kind of leave there um but it's gonna be interesting i think the other Time thing the circle is revival boys well the other thing the circle is 2024, you know, a lot of the AEW guys signed three-year deals. Yeah. And there was a lot of incomings in 2021. And next year, yeah. there will be guys whose deals are coming up. There's a few guys who allegedly have reworked their deals to make them shorter, which is going to be interesting. That's going to be something to watch because that means I don't have any fucking clue when those guys are up. You right. Know? Um, look, I don't think I'm breaking any news here. A lot of the guys who came in in that 2021 range feel like they were kind of sold a, a bill of goods, right? They feel like they've, they're ready to go now. And so... That will be interesting in in two ways. Number one, you know, their departure from AEW, of course, that's interesting how AEW adjusts to that because they have got five fucking hours. I mean, now you have that much TV, you you know, there's something to be said for having a Malachi Black for a TV main event on occasion, right? Like, let's yeah. be honest. And on the other side of things, where do those fouled projects of yesteryear, not because it was their fault because creative fucked them, where do they fit into a red-hot WWE that's restocked? Guys yeah, have taken I mean, those spots, I mean, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you're WWE, you pick and choose the projects you really want to, to kind of, you know, metaphorically, like, stick it to AEW. For you sure. Say, well, all right, you didn't do this, so right. watch what we can do when we put the machine behind. It might be one or two people, but it's like, watch For this. For sure. That is like, the fa- that's the fascinating yeah, thing. And again, this is what I'm talking about. We don't know the answer. Is, you know, will there be the scenario where you want to steal, like, you want to re-sign Malachi Black from AEW. And Triple H, or whoever is in charge of their payroll, goes to the ownership. Is like, we want to bring this guy for this amount. And they're like, well, he's been here, and he didn't do anything before. Like, it, that will be it, the yeah. fast. And that may not happen at all, because we really course, don't know. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's we, we don't world. know enough about, and that's, again, the word fascinating. Like, we don't know. <laughs> We really like don't we, know yet how Endeavor is treating this. We don't even oh. know if it's going to be because this. I mean, Jack, you can speak to this in in, in other sports. It could be as simple as Endeavor is going to say, "This is your payroll. Do whatever you want with it." But this is it. Or, or are they going to be? We want input on every single move. You know what I mean? Because that's two yeah, very I, separate things. What? You know, some some places you can do whatever you want. You just have to stay in those parameters. Yeah, and one, some places one, you have to follow. 
you know, are they going to micromanage? We don't know. Yeah, this is this is not Ted Turner giving Eric Bischoff blank checks. No. And saying, but that's the business side. I agree yeah. on all of that. But my the thing that intrigues me is take a guy we all like. Sound Day goes back to WWE next year, right? Mm-hmm. What does that look like creatively? Almost yeah. intrigues me as much because the roster isn't before when these guys were trying to get out, the roster hadn't changed. It just got worse. But WWE's got hot, so guys have gone up the card. So yeah. now it's like you look at Andrade is going to turn 34 here next month. In four days, in fact. Happy birthday early to Andrade. Um, again, one of my favorites. Love the guy. 34. Hasn't got a huge following. We've got to be honest. He hasn't connected to that level. He has limitations in his game. And you kind of look at guys like this and you wonder if they're going to be victims of circumstance in that it just didn't work out for some guy. That happens. Yeah. Andrade yeah. came into AW at the worst possible time. Let's be honest. The worst possible time. He came in before the biggest signings ever. He got given some terrible creative and some bad managers. Shout out Java Guerrero. And now you that get to a point where you're saying, that. exactly. Now you get to a point where you're saying, well, fuck. But now the, he may go back there, but it isn't like they're going to be ready to, you know, God bless yeah. we can push Andrade. It's just, Timing is everything. That's what I'm saying. I know it's a long way to get there, but you get what I mean, right? It's interesting. That's going to be because that's the other thing. And again, we're all speculating because we just, I actually just do think it's important. I think it's important to emphasize that we don't know because there are a lot of people yes. who are talking as if it's set in stone and we don't, which is but, dumb. Yeah. Yes. But the thing to remember is they're part of a corporate structure now. Mm-hmm. And to people like us, the common sense would be, hey, we're red hot. We can invest money in this product because we're red hot. That's usually not how businesses operate. Usually when the business gets red hot, that's when you pull back your costs and you maximize profits. And when the business gets cold, that's when you throw money at the problem. Yeah. Now, are they going to operate that way? I have no idea. But I can't. I will say that I think it's, it's premature, and we're, nobody's even doing this on here, but it's premature to assume that they're going to have this massive budget to go you know sure i think the more likely scenario is they're actually going to have a smaller budget now will it be a massively smaller budget probably not but i don't i do think you know whether i'm not making the case that AEW is the better place to go because i don't think it is right now um but you know obviously there's always individual situations but yeah overall ww is the better place to go but i do think there are going to be real scenarios where AEW is going to be the place that you get paid more and that's always going to shift some people's perception. Not everyone's, but... Well, I think people. we are now fully back to case by case. Yeah. I think if you put 10 wrestlers on the board, we could have a good discussion about where we think they fit. And I think right. it would be it would be based on individual skill sets, over, you know, so on and so forth, schedule, phys- physically where they're at. And- schedule's such a big one that people underestimate yeah. um, on both sides. I'm sure there's people in WWE who... You know, they may oh, have yes. they may they have may have caveats to it, but they're like, man, if I could go work that lighter schedule. Seamus. Um yeah. Seamus will be and then you get into the other issue, which is if that becomes your main attraction, you need to be careful about getting everyone who wants to have that schedule. Right, exactly. Because that was TN like TNA, Christian was fucking awesome there. Kurt was great there. And then it got to the thing where the boys started realizing the schedule and Booker T came over and just took, I mean, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, he was just there to get, to get paid and do nothing. Rob Van Dam did the same. So you, so then you have to start figuring out where a guy's at mentally in terms of their motivation. You know, to me, Seamus 
we're sitting here talking very confidently, and I believe this before I go any further. I believe Seamus, even when he leaves, is going to be motivated to go fucking nuts. I think he's going to go yeah. crazy and have classics. But for all we know, he's going to leave and say, oh, fuck, I'm ready to put my feet up. And, and, <laughs> that's the one thing I will say is from, from all apparent, the way – if you go to AW, your salary is your salary, and it doesn't exactly. really matter if you get booked or not. WWE, you have your downside, but to actually make real money, yep. you want to get booked and you want to be. Yep. And again, this case by case, because many people, you know, we've talked about this in so many different incarnations of, oh, I would be happy just to be sitting at home and getting paid. Not everyone thinks that way. Some so, of these no. guys just want to work. Um, so that again, that but there would be people, I'm sure, I'm sure there's people on the AEW payroll right now who are perfectly happy to not get called to TV and sit I know they're all. <laughs> and collect their paychecks and they're never on TV and they're not remotely upset about it. Yeah. Young bucks. And this yes. is where, <laughs> but there are, there, there's also plenty of people who are not on TV and they're not happy about it because yeah. they actually want to work and they're, they want to work, man. They want to, we, we need, ex- want- we know examples of both. Let's be honest. I mean, right. it's what it is. That's a real thing. And it's, um, one of the things we've seen with that is, look, before we go any further, it is objectively far more healthy the way that it's operating where it's this is what you get paid. Yeah. If we're just, being, just talking about these people as human beings, the way it used to be, especially where it was like pay-per-view payoffs where you were on the card, yeah, that created animals. Right. I mean, they, were, they had to be animals to survive. You know I mean? Yeah. They were, it was vicious. But what comes with the way they do things is, there is very little motivation beyond just pride and drive to be like, I'm going to do a fucking money drawing angle. Yeah. Because all that there really is you is know, your next contract. Yeah. Like 20 years ago, the boys were actually getting paid like on those pay-per-view days, you know, like yeah. how was the buy rate? Sweet. That's going to fit my, now it's, and again, that's healthy in a million and one that ways. played a big part in why that... punk left. Big exactly part. Right. Sometimes yep. he admits that, and sometimes he downplays it. But that played a big role. Huge part. Yeah, that was some bullshit. The way they did that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but Willie brings up a good point too, especially on the the AEW side. Is we don't we got to see what the TV deal is. Yep. When I everything yeah. I'm talking about is working under the assumption they're going to get the TV deal that we think they're going to get. If they don't get that increase, then that changes the game exponent. You know, that makes a big difference in whether they can overpay people and and beat WWE money wise. If they don't get that, which I I would be very surprised. Um, you know, their numbers are their numbers, but they're still standout numbers. I'm, a little bit, I'm very confident. I'm a little bit baffled at why it's gone, like, completely silent. I, I think it's kind of weird. Yeah. Because for a while yeah. it was, like, impending announcement. Everyone was fucking hinting every day, and now it's just, like, silence. silence you know? yeah. Um, that doesn't mean anything, to be clear. I'm just saying. It, I mean, right. it, it always – it could be wrong. It always led me to believe that, WWE's really trying to fuck them over by talking to Warner. There's yeah, some people have talked about that. Like that, like as silent as as long as as long as this goes on, and the more silent it gets, it leads me to believe that Nick Khan is trying to really, really fuck them over by talking to Warner. That raw deal is a little spooky. The way that raw deal is just kind of floating out there, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of weird. Could you imagine fucking Monday Night Raw and TNT? Yeah. Nick Khan does not give a fuck, bro. Like, he doesn't. That shit I tried to, I tried to warn you guys about him a long time ago. 
that she said where he, he was like, if I had my way, rule would be eight hours long or whatever he said. Yeah. She's like, yeah. that's the way he thinks, you know, and that's kind of where I tweeted about this earlier and I deleted it because someone immediately was weird, but it is like wild, like the way to do graps now. He's just like, you just need bodies to produce as many hours as possible. Because that's what we are in media, right? Like media is just quantity. It has to be quantity. Fuck winning best TV show. Can you do me two more of those? Yep. <laughs> it's especially wrestling. That's wrestling's biggest strength. Like hours. There's no seasons. We're gonna give you this every single week. So I do think there is something to them. I think it's more WWE pushing them to get into the bidding, whether they actually do or not. I think yeah. it's gonna end up on Amazon. I've felt yeah. that for a long time. Right? Um, yes. Which really, we've talked about this format, but I think that's really interesting. Really interesting. It's fascinating, like, yeah. Considering how big their digital audience is, I think it's intriguing how that could change things because I've said it a million times, people read out those demo numbers about who watches Raw. A lot of WWE's audience does not watch their TV shows, but are WWE fans. I see them yeah. at the shows. Do you think the people that are looking at Dominic and Rhea's TikToks are fucking 50? Like, there's a whole other audience out there, you know, yeah. and I think Amazon, you may see that. I'm a big believer Peacock's played a part in the well, I mean, boom. I really believe that. Kind of apples to oranges, but like the NFL games on Amazon do ridiculous numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big audience, oh. man. It is. I see a lot of people saying, oh, that'd be terrible. And I, I just don't, I don't know. I think it could be good in a lot of ways. Um, Ultimately, they're WWE, so it's not like it's going to... You know, they're WWE regardless. It's not like... Be, but I do think there's a chance people would be... Uh, it'd be more accessible for a lot of folks, right? Like, yeah. to yeah. me anyway. I don't know. Um, yeah. Amazon's the easiest one, too, because so many people exactly. have it. A lot of people haven't, don't even realize they <laughs> don't have know. it because they just have Prime. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the big thing, too. It's not like they're going on to zone. Right. No. Like if it's Amazon, it's fucking Amazon's, you know, it's a huge deal. That's um, why it's like if if AW which God we've been waiting for, if they actually end up on Max, that's gonna be a big <laughs> deal for them. Like Yeah, I think that's a is. real that's I mean, I've talked about this before. Like that's a real issue. And again, it's all you know, circumstantial and, and they're just examples, but it's like there are people who want to watch AW and can't because they know I'm yes. cable. My sister's one of them. I don't think I don't know if she still is, but there was a time when she would ask me more than once, like, "How do I?" Wa-? And I'm like, "Well, you got to use the TNT app, and you can use my login if you want." And I don't condone that behavior, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and, and like if you want to go back and watch something in America, anyway, it's not that easy. Yeah. Um, now, you know, it seems like such a no-brainer that you'd think it would have happened by now. Um, but obviously them having live sports now puts it at least more into the realistic category of maybe it's coming. Um, Cause I do think um, that needs to be a thing. You can't pay, you can't charge 50 bucks for 12 pay-per-views. No, it's bad. You no. can't do it. No. Um, thank God they at least moved the ring of honor ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, I'm not, I'm not sure that they'll ever go fully to max for all their shows. But if you at least do, you know, we're going to do... Who's like the big four, mate? Well, on paper, yeah, right? do I mean, four on pay-per-view and eight on max. Because you've fine. literally established the big four. I'll, so. right. I, like, I'll be honest with like One of the things I could see Endeavor doing, maybe, you might pay for WrestleMania again. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. on the table. I, yeah, I think that's coming. So I think the days of the fucking $10 to watch WrestleMania, I think that might be coming to an end. 
Again, bro, there's, there's, no, way, there's yeah. no way these sons of bitches can be doing this for with ESPN on the UFC for how long where people pay $80 a month yeah. to do yep. Yep. they're gonna they're gonna go to Triple H and who go listen this WrestleMania thing, fucking 50, 60 bucks. The, the, the thing that's right always now. interested me most is the opposite where a network buys WrestleMania as a TV. I think this is fascinating. This has always fascinated me. Like, yeah, you know, like how the like the NBA it'll switch to national TV. It'll be on ABC, right? The finals. Yeah. Well, the wrestling equipment in the NBA finals is WrestleMania, right? That's the biggest thing. It's like, yeah. But wrestling works like boxing where the biggest matches are behind a paywall. Yeah. I've always been fascinated by like, what would it do if NBC aired in fucking prime time? WrestleMania. I, you know, what I, that look like? It fascinates me. It's just interesting. I remember, Jack, I don't remember if you were on board with this or not, but I remember being very confident and of course ended up being wrong that, WrestleMania would be on NBC during the pandemic because they didn't have shit. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And I was like, I thought for sure that they were going to announce a deal where WrestleMania will air on NBC. Yeah. I I think at the very least WrestleMania, you're going to have to start paying for that pretty soon. I tend to agree. uh, And then probably maximum the big four. You're, you're gonna have to fucking pay for the rumble, mania, summer slam. Look, man, they did a the network, whatever people say about what they estimated in terms of subscribers, and the end they sold it for a shit ton, so god bless. Mm-hmm. But like Dave talks about that, it is an interesting topic when he talks about how they like jumped out of the pay-per-view business, probably way premature. Like there were just some trends were down, and they were like, fuck this whole thing. It's good for the viewer. Fuck, I mean, AW is you know? still doing good pay-per-view numbers. Exactly. Like, and WWE would be beating that easily. Exactly. If AW are doing a 120 or 150, yeah, yeah, it's still a the thing. It's, it's not the platform as much as the draws in that stretch were just down, and they panicked almost. It's fascinating to look back on. You know, you wonder, like, this Roman Reigns title reign, like, what would him and Cody have done on fucking pay? They probably would have killed I mean, him, WWE you know? did it. And you brought up DAZN. Like, DAZN was supposed to be a platform <laughs> that Eddie Hearn created for $20 a month where it was like, all right, these biggest boxing matches that I could put together, yeah. which Eddie can put together some big ones we've seen. Yep. $20. Boom, right behind this. And then a few years ago, it was like, all right, here's Canelo. All right, Canelo for Bro, 20 bucks. Well, hold on. Matt, their hold first on. campaign was pay-per-view is dead. That was their model. And yeah, they do pay-per-views. That's their only fights of pay-per-views. Pay-per-view big pay-per-view. dead. Yeah. Awesome. It's wild, man. They played, they paid Canelo fucking... Uh, Big bucks, and then looked at their, that, they looked at yeah. their, yeah, they looked at their well, thing no, after the first the one. First, so, well, hold on, actually, that that would that I think was part of the trick. The first two Canelo fights were on DAZN for like twenty bucks, so you yeah, were lulled yeah. into this, like, oh shit, all right, I can watch Canelo for twenty bucks a month. All right, not bad. Then, like the first big one he had, I forget which one it was. But you remember he took? Remember they went to court though? Because remember they had to get out of the deal with, at first because they were losing so much money. Yeah. Remember this? Yeah, and then it was on. Then they brought him back on pay per view. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Golden Boy, yeah, Oscar, fucking took yes. him yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. P- I can't wait to see if that if if slash when that happens. If people are like, listen, WrestleMania sixty bucks, how many people are gonna fucking lose their minds? They'll lose their mind and buy it because scraps. Um, this is gonna be fucking awesome, by the way. Well, how are they going to be treated? They're going to be treated Bro, like fucking battle of the belts, or I don't know. But like, I don't need much. Just give me a little Saturday night's main event vibe, because you know that's what they call their house shows now, right? Yeah. Saturdays and w- when the show starts, 
they play like a like a Saturday night's main event open. So it's like I need a little nostalgia, you know, Book Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best wrestler Ventura could do a commentary on a match for? LA Knight, right? It's gotta be. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. So, well, I don't know. He should really be a good heel, right? Because really. Jesse might not like him. He needs a heel that he can get behind. Um, Imagine him talking about Gunther. <laughs> I was, that's who I was going to say. Is he might actually he might pop for that. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm really excited for those. I, I, you know, I'm happy to have... I, can't, I still can't watch WWE TV fronts, but I can't... Whenever I even try, I like, run into a brick wall. Like tonight they're doing I, I, Seth Rollins versus JD McDonough. It's like go to jail, man. Like, yeah, I, can't off, be, you know? I can't believe I used to. I don't know how people every Monday night sit through three fucking hours. Here's the thing: that. I get like at least now there's good stuff on it. But, like I watch it now, and I'm like I can't watch this in full. And I think fuck, I used to watch this in full every week. Mm-hmm. When when they were doing that thing where it was Baron Corbin, Drew, and Bob Lash as oh, the fucking big Jesus three, Christ. I watched. Bro, I used to report on that for Fightful live typing. Moment of bliss. It's on the worst TV ever. We used to fucking we used to watch the three hours on Monday and then turn around on Tuesday (laughs) Tuesday. and do the two hours of SmackDown. (laughs) Yep. And SmackDown had some. And then NXT on Wednesday. Yeah, it was a lifestyle. You know, it's like that's where look, I'm never gonna frame Triple H as a fucking genius, but anyone who tells you that shit ain't better, brother. I watched it back then. It's definitely better now. I don't it watch was... it, and I have no doubt it's better. <laughs> it was horrifying. <laughs> Everyone would get would be less over, you know. The, rea- the the simple fact is this: there's no way in hell that if they're producing the TV that they were producing then that they would be doing the numbers they're doing. No. Period. Do you no. remember your tweet, Matt? This is a, this is years ago, but it's funny. You did a tweet once that was like, this is when you start becoming really disenfranchised. It was like wild card era. Yeah. He was like, who is currently over in WWE that's popularity is due to their creative, their creative. And like people were throwing like names at you and like all of them were wrong. Like almost every single one of them. Cause your point was like, fuck everyone that's over on the show is doing it in spite of the company. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, that's the opposite of how wrestling is supposed to work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is like literally this. Simply not antagonizing your own fan base is an improvement. Yeah, the company's not a heel anymore. Look at Gunter. Like, what was the master plan with yeah. Gunter? We're going to let him wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have more matches. The, <laughs> that was the dumbest shit ever, and it took me so long to... That was like, no joke, that was the most refreshing thing when I started watching AEW. They were baby faces. Because yeah. the company was a baby face. Yep. And it's such a little thing, and I don't want to... but. It changes everything. It frames the promotion. When down. you turn the show on, and I don't even think they're as good as this now as they used to be, but back then they were really good at it. They were, the announcers specifically, were very happy <laughs> that you were there to watch them. And they conveyed that, especially when Tony Schiavone was brought in. And you can't, like, I. that's one of those things where, look, again, I have no doubt that if I sat down and was like, I'm going to start watching WWE again, that I would enjoy a decent amount of it. Maybe the same amount that I enjoy of AEW right now, if I'm being honest. That's probably the case, most likely. Mm-hmm. I'm just not willing to commit the time to it, and my brain works differently, so it is what it is. But back then, 
AEW ruined WWE for me because yeah, I was I already I didn't realize how disenfranchised and upset I was and tired of it I was until I had a realistic alternative. And yes, I know there were all you know you could, I could have watched TNA I could have watched Ring of Honor. Oh, it was different. Yeah, yeah right. it's a different thing. Um, and I just I haven't gone back and I probably won't go back. But I'm also not a lunatic who gets mad at people for watching it. You, you there's a healthy balance, except for Jack. Jack's he's so far gone man like i can't believe that he hasn't started talking about an osprey roman reigns pwi cover yet but you know imagine you're walking through the grocery store and you look over <laughs> the corner of your eye and you see you see will osprey and you see roman reigns um no but seriously imagine that yeah <laughs> roman would look way too cool on a Osprey can win many duels with Big Rome, but not on a magazine cover. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very like that's the stupidest thing WWE. And look, the Austin McMahon shit was incredible, but then they just stayed with that playbook for Forever, yeah. like the the promotion should not be a heel. You no. know, like the promotion should be a baby face. Like yeah, it became their go to angle. Like this fucking yes. asshole's trying to get over. <laughs> There was literally a period of time where when NXT was the hottest thing in wrestling by far, like all these stars that were being produced under their own banner were getting called up to the main roster and then shit on. Yeah. Yes. Which, by the way, (laughs) that is not talked about enough and built about the demise event of peak NXT. While there are issues that were within NXT, one of the biggest issues was that the people watching the show quickly realized, oh, fuck, I can't want my favorite wrestlers to leave this show. Yeah. They're dead up there. That's, that ruined NXT in size because you couldn't believe in it anymore. And it then people like, stayed too long. Yeah, because they exactly had to. That, because yeah, they, because they had yeah. to, but that ruined the vibe. Um, yeah, man. So, NXT, and look, it was corporate. It's still corporate wrestling, but it NXT at its peak was a corporate version of a territory. Yeah. Because, it fucking rolled. <laughs> because, you know, obviously they just got promoted to a different brand within that same company, but they left, they left. the territory. Yeah. yeah. And so and it was in the got, studio. You know, yes. and it was, um, it's still and it my was favorite. Very basic. Man. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. Um, it's the wrestling I've watched in real time, week to week, it's still my favorite. Like, yeah. I used to, and I know now people do the thing of like, the weekly two wasn't that good. It wasn't good in like a spreadsheet way, but it was just so comforting. It was such a nice watch, you know. And the the thing that is very and Joe, you know this, and like that weekly TV on television would have died a death. Oh, but because yeah. they were because they had the WWE network. That's where it's a blend of ingredients will never be recreated. Yeah, no one knew their viewership. They were losing nope. a shit ton of money, but they had access to the best talent in the world and elite production. Like you. Yeah. You can't recreate that. That's a one-off, no. you know. And it shouldn't. If we're being honest, it shouldn't have happened. Samoa Joe never should have been wrestling in NXT. No, absolutely you know? not. Finn Balor never should have been wrestling. Kevin Owens, should, but it did, and it was a fucking wonderful show for that couple of years. I mean, it was just. I always talk about that. So I'm sorry, everyone's heard this. I know we've done fucking ninety episodes of this show now. By the way, this is the late night grin. By the way, this is episode ninety-five. Well, okay. you've enjoyed it. Um, it has to be right. This is the grin. Oh, for sure. Um, Fuck, summer 2016. October, we didn't knock out our November month. <laughs> <laughs> full gear brother uh this episode is gonna be called uh uchavo right Colby. um yeah 2016 summer there was an nxt episode that was revival american alpha two out of three falls yeah and i i vividly remember it being summer 
and just settling down to watch fucking 50 minutes of TV, you know, from a studio. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this show feels like it's in a different world to everything else happening in wrestling because that was before it became like WWE does PWG. It felt yeah. like a Southern territory to your point. It felt mm-hmm. like it was the wrestling that I was watching from the archives of WCW or Crockett, whatever. It was just, it I was, was so special. And I remember waking up on those takeover days, like you were so fucking amped. It was mm-hmm. so cool. The moment you woke up to be like, holy fucking shit, NXT TakeOver or whatever is on time. This is going to fucking rule. Those shows had some of the best presentation ever. They would turn the lights down, which gave a completely different feel, and the crowds were super loud, but they also had the star entrances that WWE mm-hmm. you know what I'm It was like the yeah. perfect balance. It was fucking awesome, man. Um, yeah. 205 Live is a good shout, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. The 205 fucking... Live was just frustrating because you always wanted them to get given, like somewhere else to tape the show that we always yeah. used to talk about remember back in the day it's like fuck. that's ring of honor not at the same level but that's ring of honor now similar. yeah very similar. Yeah, like i look i'm not doing a bit i genuinely like that tv show because it's just a basic pro wrestling show that i don't even have to pay super close attention to and it's comfort food and background noise and they let a lot of people talk that don't get to talk but it should be <laughs> in a studio or in right. a small building that, that's or- and that's what I told you guys before. That's what keeps me away from it. I don't like that they're doing the whole. It's like, it's re- yeah, the I, I, don't, really like, I don't like it. It's, it's always like a big deal when the crowd reacts to matches, which actually yeah. in all seriousness, that has actually been happening a little bit more lately, Good. which is weird. Um, but I'm not going to pretend that it's like a hot atmosphere. I'm told the matches. Are sh- I'm told one of the ideas has been to shorten the matches. Yes. The matches are shorter. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's interesting. It's uh the show's to, changed a lot. I mean, yeah, it's not yeah, the show. I'm, if you were watching it the first couple of weeks and gave up, I'm not telling you to go back. I'm just telling you it's a very different show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm at a point where like weekly shows, the only one I watch in full every week is Collision. Otherwise, I, I pick stuff out and I pick stuff from everywhere. You know, like I watch yeah. fucking time from MLW TV if, if, it, if it comes to it. So I enjoy that. Dynamite has got the most of the shows that I don't watch in full. Dynamite's the one I see the most of because there's there's stuff there's always stuff worth watching on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I just can't watch it. There's too much stuff in the middle that like actively irritates. But like, when I see Roddy Strong of a giraffe, I'm like, fuck this show, you know. So I just don't watch it. I don't. I always say this to you, Matt. Like, I see people get so mad all the time. I'm like, just fuck. Like, I don't. Even, I don't watch just it. Turn it off, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, I think look, it's like I- Just turn it off or something. <laughs> I will never go back to hating the show I'm watching and just watching it so I so I can have wrestling. Like if it if AEW gets to the point where I don't like the show anymore, I will stop watching it. It's that simple. Yeah, I'm nowhere close to that right now. You know, I do there are some things I don't like. Um but I'm for the most part I'm I'm just happy to watch wrestling every I also weekend. like and this is a little maybe this is a weird take. I don't know. But I believe this, and we're three hours in the show, so no one will ever hear this. So, a lot of people say they're in my position. They watch all the shows front to back because they cover it. I don't mean review it. I mean like they just cover wrestling. Like if you review it, you have to watch the show, right? Like right. when I when I when I review Dynamite, I would watch it twice because I think it's, you have to take it seriously. But if you just cover wrestling, I actually think being selective of what you watch makes you a better analyst. It makes you more insightful because I think you can get too close to these shows. I, I truly believe that, and I believe to the day I die. I think if you watch every single wrestling TV show, all you're going to do is drive yourself fucking nuts. 
I, I always believe that because you can get when you get that close to it, you start losing the fucking plot. You know, everything wrestling, makes you mad. You know, wrestling is not meant to be analyzed at that level. Oh, it's I agree. Just not. You know, and, and it's it's crazy yeah. coming from us who produced all this content for <laughs> we. You know, but that that honestly, gen my genuine answer is I knew that before I started doing the late night grin. Yeah. And then we had a blast, and then we got a few months in, and I remembered it again. Yeah, and I'm not, like, it doesn't hold like wrestling's broad strokes, bro. It always I is. I enjoy AEW more now because I don't have to talk about it every week. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, something that happens on the show that I don't like, I don't have to come on here and talk about it for 10 minutes. I just <laughs> say I didn't like that and I move on. Yeah. You know, it's like like when the fucking uh uh when something stupid like I don't when something bad happens, you don't have to come on here and defend it's not the right word because that's not what I you should be doing think, anyway. But no, you don't, yeah, you don't need I, to revisit I, it. And... I think, and now this is just becoming me like, you know, whatever. But I think the way it should work from an analysis point of view is your focus rotates too. Yeah, it's like if you because yeah. if you focus on one promotion, like Matt, you watch one promotion, but as you found out, doing a podcast about it is very different, right? Yeah. And it's like I don't analyze me, the, it. Yeah, the way the game should work to me from an analysis point of view, from a podcast point of view, is like, this week is Bound for Glory. We're going to fucking talk about Impact for an hour, you know? Yeah. Next week is Full Gear. Like, I, to me, that's how that's how wrestling should... To me, yeah. that's how wrestling coverage should work. I always believe that. It never will work that way because no one wants to listen to anyone talk about fucking Impact. If we're being honest. I mean, I've seen the numbers. <laughs> I mean, that's I think that's re- how it should work for me. Yeah, that's the real thing, like... It's like when we talk about WWE, I have nothing to contribute. Right. And I try not to. You know what I mean? Outside of like blanket. But you're I don't not trying to. to cover rest. Right. Like, yeah. To but be there clear, are a lot folks, of I'm talking. Who, yeah. yeah. Who will want yeah. to have opinions on everything, whether they saw it or not. It's like. Right. You don't have any context. You don't, you know. Yeah. I got a, I got a good friend in Texas who likes to quote <laughs> tweets clips from AW and frame them a certain way. And you want to be like, bro. Like your takes completely wrong, but what's the, the point? Did the, 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 this uh, did this friend from Texas once say that Takeshita sucks? Yes. What an iconic one of the picture, great... man. That's my pin that? tweet. Is it really? That's yes, it saying. will be for. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> I wish I was like looking at the camera here. You know, the best. Yeah, what, is you, what the fuck are you doing over he's there? He's on his phone. Look, he's yeah, tw- checking Twitter. There's one lady behind <laughs> Joe. Who's looking right at me, flip, flipping Alex off, and looks like disgusted? Yeah, maybe not the right word, but she's just like, "What the fuck?" Here's someone looking disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I gotta head out, fellas. No, we got. We'll wrap. We'll go wrap. We're we're free hours here. This is this has been the late night green episode ninety five. Yeah, <laughs> it's been awesome. We hope you've enjoyed it. When we first started in part time, we did say we might do this, and we never did it. But now we've done it. So this isn't the first one. This might be the second or second or third. Yeah, where we where we've no, no, done it. I don't mean ever. I mean like since we did the move. Yeah. No, well, we've done scheduled. It. We've done at least one other one where we're like, "This is a late night grin episode. Just make it the next episode." We've done that forever. Before. We have. I mean, what I mean is, this is the first time we've done it since we moved to part time. Okay, you're wrong, but I accept it. 
I'm right. I, honestly, I'm right. I'm right. I'm gonna check the records, bro. I'm, okay. I, I know late night grin history. I've been on all these shows. <laughs> Go look at them. Yeah, good check in the cage. Not all of them, certainly not. Anyway, is this is it true? It's true. There's been at least one other one where we. I'm doing this on the air. We Jack, jumped on the show. I'm, and, I'm doing all right, I'll see air. you guys later. Bye. Right. See ya, mate. And we ended up doing like three hours, and we're just like, "Fuck it, call this the grin." <laughs> I know definitely... that's true. I just don't think that was after we stopped doing full time. It was. No, oh, bro. Because look. 2023 season two. <laughs> the best part is there's no way we're even going to be able unless it is unless because you... I remember we had the bits. So here we look. Here's this is what I'm saying. We had the one where we did the dual the dual cast nitro style. Remember that where you did you did one half and fed oh, yeah, less the one. other. Barely up was forbidden door. Why the long face was our monthly one for July where we didn't have anything to talk about and so instead just did bullshit and talked about CM Punk. Imagine that. Episode 91 was the all-in preview. 92 was was This Love, reporting from Chicago. 93 was Wrestle Dream. 94 was The Draft. I'm telling you, bro, it was before. We did I know we did it. I remember it, but I'm just saying it wasn't that part-time era. We've only done a few episodes in our part-time era. Okay. I lost interest in this, honestly. I've checked the records and the conclusion for the night, which you should well, take. Okay, so what I've decided now is this is not an episode of the Late Night Grinch. <laughs> all I'm trying to say is, Matt, I think Joe's right. That's all I, and that's all I've ever tried to say, isn't it? I think what's important here is that Joe's right. Is that this is the second episode of the Late Night Grinch that I've worked in October, so I'm owed money. As per the contract well, I signed. Well, well, we'll have to discuss that off the air. You spoke to Monty about that? I don't work for Monty. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> God, we should have done that angle. Yeah, we could do it now if you want. No one, no, no one's seen no this thanks. part of it. You sure? Yeah. That brand's toxic nine. now. Did you hear that from Bob? <laughs> bro, what's Bob going to do now that he can't do circle quote tweets anymore? He's such a prick, bro. He's going to have to do it. <laughs> Why did I just call him a prick? <laughs> I was going to do a bit about like having a burner and then I just, <laughs> I just called him a prick. <laughs> anyway. So imagine actually using your circle. I never got it to begin Bro, with. That was some weird shit. I wouldn't do that shit. I'm the thing about me is I'm up front. You know that about me. You know I would never. The thing that you can't, you just can't rule out that people are going to log on to Twitter on November first and all their circle tweets are just going to be public. I'm going to be Elon transparent. Sucks. I'm going to be totally transparent. If that is the case, you will probably never see me again. I'm going to be completely <laughs> real. Matt's in my circle, so you can. I don't think I can ever be online again. Not because there's anything problematic, just because, well, you know, some people are going to be. <laughs> I'd be probably dead. delete my account, honestly. <laughs> some people are going to be eating bullets on delay. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's what it is. We have to lash out sometimes. But nonetheless, this has been the Late Night Grin, episode 95. We hope you've enjoyed it. It was genuinely impromptu. I had to bully Matt, who is. Never mind. 
Matt is in great shape and ready to go and was excited. Yeah. I'm slimmed up, cardio's up. You look good, man. That's actually good. a shoot. Cardio's up. I know. Slimmed down. Cooking, bro. That's Sam Joe. Yeah. The so every time we see you. I love it. Was, All right. Well, that was nice, Joe. Thank you. It's the late night. We're friends, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you get stuff wrong about like what episodes is what, and I have to correct right. you. We're still friends. Yeah. Yeah, fucking awesome Chicago was. Anyway. What a fucking time that was. One of the best times ever, bro. For we got to do that again. We do, and I have to do that fucking flight again, which makes me mad, but I have to do it. I'm almost mad about how much fun I had, you know? Because I didn't yeah. want to have to do that flight again. You and me both. I don't want to go back. <laughs> yeah, well, fair. I have to go on another fucking boat tour. Fair. Find Look, another hot fucking tall building to go in. <laughs> All I know is when we're sitting in VIP at Bound for Glory 2024, oh. life sure is sweet, mate. It sure is sweet. All right. Fucking TNA chance. Matty, do you have anything to plug in, a bit of push? Any last words? Um, when's Lone Star Shootout? November 10th, I believe. That's a Friday. Um, there's a strong chance, we'll, we'll put it there, right? That you will see at least myself and Joey Leftfoot <laughs> on here doing a grin along. Uh, we haven't done one of those in a while. Um, Joe saw that fucking Joey Janela Torianu match, and I got all caps text messages. <laughs> just said he just kept sending grin along over and over and over and over again till I replied. Um, so yeah. I think we dodged a bullet not doing that show on the weekend from what I hear. Yeah. Sounded bad. Yeah. So we got to wait and see what the Mox match is. And if it offends us, we might cancel our plans. But <laughs> as long as yeah. the Mox match is not embarrassing, then we'll probably be in. Kenta, bro. We're going to be there. We'll be there. Bro, no if it's what. Mox versus Kenta, I'm going to come on here. I made the commentary again. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, you do the commentary bit. Yeah. I'll give it four and a half stars. Um, one of my favorite things you guys did was the Stan watch. Stan. I don't know what that means. Like Stan accounts or Hanson. Oh yeah. Okay. Main event. Oh, what a great show that was. Let me hit the video. Here we go. Mary. used to be better what a fucking intro man it used to be better mate it did okay folks we did fucking you, three hours man we fucking roll we're i was supposed to go to bed two hours ago we're alive again though you know <laughs> um i will be nowhere this week i don't think i may do something on friday with montgomery but other than that please let me watch halloween movies tomorrow and then let me watch not see no professional wrestling for us the rest of the week. Do you have a bunch of Thanksgiving movies for November? I don't believe it or not. In addition, the match guide is out tomorrow. It features matches such as Mike Santana versus Ortiz. I like that match. Kenny Omega versus MJF. What a match that was. Brian Second Nelson. best match all time for collision. Brian Nelson. Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli versus Orange Cassidy and Kazuchika Okada. Yeah. Be nice if Okada would stop hurting people. 
Cedric Alexander and Dragon Lee. <laughs> Caprice Coleman put over Cedric Alexander pretty hard on Ring of Honor recently. He's awesome. I hope he gets another chance. It. I, I like his matches with Bud a lot. Anyway, shout out Cedric Alexander, Chavo Guerrero, and everyone else that came up tonight. Are there any Chavo matches in that? No, but I am. I'm going to review a couple of those Punk matches and send them to the Oracle of Wrestling. I think he seemed pretty. Do you see? Do you see the glee in his eyes? The hope. Yeah. When he said, do you see those matches yet, Bing Bong? He doesn't talk he's about a, that. He's a fascinating character. I love him. I, I love him. All right, and we love you too, folks. Keep grinning. Well, um, <laughs> keep grinning. Oh, hell. <laughs> Have a great night and enjoy this outro. God bless. Bye. Happy Halloween.